All right, what do you think, Dan? They're kicking your ass, and they're not even trying. God damn it. What's what's the moisture today? What was the moisture levels? Don't don't. I don't know. Sixty. You guys are sucking because I'm not playing. Now you guys said that bones can't play because I ripped the fucking guy's arm off last week, but I was our best player. So I'm gonna sit here and nag the shit out of you because I want them. They're not even trying. I am concerned with the dew point. I just Jesus. I really think that. The moisture and the humidity is slowing my balls down. You know Can why I you're sweating? It? Is because you tucked your pants into your socks, okay? You, I don't know how you think that's going to make you faster Looks on cool the bottom. Looks cool as hell. Okay. Looks cool as hell. You know what? Thank you, Kron. I wasn't going for skills. I was going for looks. You know what? It I'm, worked. I'm done. You guys, I'm going to go check in with the other two. I'm going to have a cigarette anyway, so go ahead. I, I'm just smoking inside. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Kicking my... My team's ass. Oh, are we? I actually didn't even realize. I we're keeping score. This is so fun. This is yeah. just so fun, you guys. That's that's really fun. That's that's funny, George. You better keep your voice down because if they found out that you're truly not trying, uh, they're gonna fucking snap. George, have you played this before? No, I watched a lot of the movie Kingpin, and so I feel like I'm prepared. Um, I really love bowling. I think that it's a really cool sport. I'm really excited to be getting into it. That's now, awesome. Does that explain the hot blonde that's waiting for you outside? <laughs> that's Did right. You... That's right. Um, I thought that the balls were supposed to have like holes in them for you to like grab and, and like and toss them down this way. But these smaller balls are, are, you know, I can get a much better grip on it. And it's kind of improved my bowling. You know, I, I this is really it's kind of an amazing, uh, amazing take on the game. This is just so fun, George. This is so fun. I'm so glad we're doing this. It's just I'm having a great time. Okay. Well, you guys keep having fun because I'm loving that it's. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah. Let me go. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bolachi. Bolachi ball. Yeah. Kron, how was that smoke? Oh, smoke was fine. I tried to swallow a bocce ball, dude. Kron, <laughs> uh, do you realize that there's like a bump in your chest? Yeah, <laughs> it fucking stuck. It stuck. Should I karate chop? Somebody do something. Give me another cigarette at least. Oh, yeah. even if you want to bump on the other side? Have a menthol. We'll probably push it. Push it down. He's an idiot. So, yeah. what? what are they doing? Or is it something with the... They the they, they have is no it, strategy. Uh, I don't call it beginner's luck it or whatever. DK he's on cloud nine. George <laughs> watched fucking Kingpin. So All right, I, I worked it up. Okay. You guys good? Is it your who's throwing now? Oh, it's mine, dude. It's rolling towards the middle. Oh <laughs> wow, that's so good. Oh, oh I'm here. that's so good. Wow, really great throw. This is Woo. so fun. Don't this call it so a comeback. First oh, away. I think okay. we're going to knock it out. Oh, I just knocked it out. Oh, I'm so sorry. How did you so do sorry. that, George? <laughs> oh, you my God. That? I was actually looking the other way, too, we, which is we the funniest full, part. We I got full distracted. eye contact. Yes. I, I know I waved to you. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. We because should really not wave is, at each other when we're about joy. to throw, but crazy. it worked out pretty okay. You guys are all sad sacks. Oh, my God. I give up. 
I just love being part of a team and all of us hanging out here together and all so of good. us having a good time together, not taking it seriously. I don't think you guys fucking mean that. Excuse me? I don't think you mean that. I think you're fucking I think you're fucking lying. I beg your pardon? This is crazy, Dan. Come on. Look What'd at you no, Dan's Dan's laughing. No, look at him. He's not serious. Okay. George, no, go ahead. This no. okay. It Crime. was a bit. This it was is what they call a bit. This is how much fun we're having. I mean, I think. Hold your hands up. Shit, Dan, these guys, they burned off their fingertips so they don't get any drag on the bocce balls. You mother. Yes. Fuck. Dudes are ringers. That's Dudes are why ringers. we did it. Not for a heist later. I, I gave DK my Zippo, dude. Fuck. I don't even smoke. Man I just like Zippo. to burn How stuff. are we supposed to smoke cigarettes without a lighter, idiot? I'll give it back. Oh, I'm not fuck. a thief. I actually used a like candle one, like a candle uh, lighter. So it was like with really, the long neck. Like, yeah, I had to hold my finger really far away, but it worked <laughs> out. I had really good control over, it, and I didn't have to worry about burning my other finger until it was time. Dan, the one they gave me was like Crunch. a Tommy gun. Come here, it looks like a, a Tommy gun. While they're it's talking. Like a toy one. Come on, you second. can have it back. Dan, just give him the money. Listen. Just there's money. Shut the fuck up! I was gonna tell no you that way. just to call it a draw. It's ridiculous. They didn't. They thought we were playing. A g- Damn! George. Now that I know there's money, we should start trying. George, this is so fun. I haven't had a bathroom beer all day. I'll get it from the register. Get what some. Is- yeah, get some beers. Do you have other bowling movies? Oh, no, God. but you guys burning yourselves is actually reminding me of a movie that I've been wanting to watch for a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's right. This week on Five Day Rentals, we're talking Spawn. We're talking Spawn. Boys talking spawn. I kind of want you to just keep doing it. Do do that riff over my intro. Okay, just over and over. Yeah, just do that. Do that riff. It, okay. People will love it. Okay. I'll Welcome, try, listener. I'll, I'll try a noodle on the on the upper half, and and you know, we'll see how. It goes, Don't yeah. get too fancy, because then you'll get in your head and you'll lose it. Okay. 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 <gasps> Is that boys with an S or a Z? Of course. Of course. Okay. I'm just asking. There's a Z in bocce as well. Silent <laughs> one. Shit. I thought there was an I. <laughs> that's that's gone. The I is gone. Replaced with a silent Z. Playing Brian Bocce. <laughs> hey, I'm going to start the show now. All right. Welcome, listener. You are listening to Five Day Rentals, the video store podcast where each week we normally do not have musical accompaniment, but we do. Now act like you didn't tell him to do that. Yeah. You specifically requested it, pal. This guy is so rude. Don't. 
Don't lie. Don't lie. <laughs> My God. Are those foreign voices you hear, listener? No, it's not, because you've listened to every episode and you recognize our guests. I'll get to my standard co-hosts in a second, but uh, we are finishing up the spooky season category, just the generic spooky season. Everybody else is doing it. Why can't we? And we didn't want to do it alone because we're very scared. And me being uh, just an action idiot, I need my handheld through some horror movies. And this is, guys, does this constitute as the fucking most scary PG-13 movie ever made? I didn't even realize it was PG-13. I, I would have sworn it was R. It depends well, on the cut you watch. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. R now based Maybe on the Maybe even cut. X. All right, I'm Bones, and I'm welcoming George from the Best Little Whorehouse in Philly and DK from Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. Dudes, how are you? Hello. Hello. I'm very glad to be here. And uh, and also, actually, put the emphasis on hell in the hello. Oh, I'll put the emphasis on the O. Yeah, that's right, because there's an O in Spoon. Spoon. All right. Well, we got the pleasant intro out of the way. Now it's time to talk to the guys who were probably absolutely miserable all fucking week. It's my standard co-host, Cron Howard. Laundry Dan, how are you, dudes? Uh, might want to add a formerly. You said their names first. The curse has been transferred. <laughs> oh, no. I have to step in and say, I don't I don't like standard. That, does, that doesn't describe my friends over there. They're above average at, at worst. <laughs> Pleasure Thanks, to be George. here. Uh, Hail Spawn. Yeah, Hail Spawn. Hail Spawn. <laughs> he seems to be more powerful than the devil. So. Well, the devil's only made out of 16 pixels. You got to give him a little yes, bit of leeway, he's... dude. And they say the power of love is a curious thing, Bones. Make a one man weep. Make another one sing. Hey, There's no way that I she's going to I do need a credit card, dude. George. Like, there's no way. Wanda. That's what makes the love Wanda. so pure, Dan. Is that there a burnt dick? You think yeah. he's still intact down there? You think Spawn's got a penis? The suit uh, does. The suit does. He's got a chain, if not. Yeah. Has everybody watched season three of the cartoon? Obviously. <laughs> okay. No. Sp- just okay. for the record. It's been a few years. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, it's been 10 years, probably, okay. or more. I, I have seen it all. I knocked it out. Would, would Would you guys be interested in a spoiler concerning his wiener? <sighs> they do that I in season three? <laughs> I can't believe they wait that long. In season three, he is taught the power of letting the shroud envelop him and basically allowing him to appear as, uh, as whomever a giant he would piece. like. No. <laughs> So in like the cartoon, yeah, in the cartoon, he actually uh, morphs himself into Terry's appearance and bones Wanda. Oh, I don't like that. So I don't know if that technically counts because mm. that could have just been a shroud dick. Damn, Spawn is a sneaky dog, dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was, he was is he desperate. using Terry's penis? I think he did a classic I, Revenge I, of the Nerds style thing where he's like, oh, it's me. I'm the jock. It's me, Terry. I think because, yeah, if he's using Terry's penis, it does not count. I, it's the cake it's the shroud. being the penis. Yeah. Yeah, it's shroud. Come on, Dan. I don't care. You don't he, even know about the shroud? I don't care if he had mushroom coffee for breakfast. 
I'm talking about the dick. Yeah, this guy doesn't know about the shroud. That much is mm-hmm. clear. Yeah, I couldn't see it because they only paid to have it in there for two two times for this movie. <laughs> it was <The> all <laughs> the shroud. <laughs> oh, so Dan did watch the <laughs> X-rated cut. <laughs> if anybody's wondering, uh, normally before 5DR starts, there's a 25-minute sort of wind down where we kind of catch wind up. up. Uh, now, nah, see, I... We kind of, you got to ease into it. And this one, we just came out the fucking gate. Okay. (laughs) George, I'm starting with you, dude. Had you seen Spawn before? No, I had not. I had not seen uh, any of the cartoon. I had not read any of the comics. I had not seen the movie. Um, I, I think I am slightly younger than the rest of the gang here. And uh, so I was not really into Spawn. I sort of had things that I went back and checked out from before it. And I had things that I grew up with more, like Constantine and stuff like that, that I would say remind me of being akin to this, slightly more polished because of just age. Um, but no, I had not I had not been exposed to any Spawn media. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna end with you, DK, because I feel like you and I are gonna be a little comparable. Kron, had you seen Spawn before? Definitely saw this movie before. I'm pretty sure it might have been on VHS. I mean, that long ago. But there was a thousand things I erased from my memory from this movie. <laughs> uh, I could not believe some of what I was seeing. I have seen. I mean, I have the the DVD of the animated show though, which is phenomenal. I haven't watched it in a while, but I think I watched two episodes just to kind of see what the differences were. And it's night and day better than, than this movie. You know, the thing that stuck out to me on my rewatch of the cartoon is that is ASMR before ASMR. Everybody is whispering in that show. It's, it's very soothing. Even with the subject matter. You got it. Spooky stuff. All yeah. Right. What do you think? You're going to just talk in normal volume about this kind of thing? You got to whisper about that shroud dick. You got to whisper about that shroud dick. I don't want anybody to know. Dan, had you had you been to Rat City before? Uh, very, very familiar with the comics, uh, the animated series... Uh, HBO one was played constantly amongst sleepovers with the friends trying to see those at a younger boobs, age. Huh? And uh, yeah, we've definitely watched this. I think my few of my buddies even had the soundtrack. So yeah. Hell yeah. Now DK, you and I are uh, practically the same person. I think we're 85% the same person. I right? think that's fair. That's what yeah. Spotify said, right? I believe so, yeah. Yep. Um, I know you and I bonded a little bit after. I'm pretty sure I saw this multiple times in the movie theater, and I believe you said that you had as well. I did. I saw it opening night, and I saw it several times after that in the theater. Because, to my mind, at that time, cinematic masterpiece. Uh, Yeah, we would have been, what, in the 12, 13 range? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I could not get enough. Was this back when you bought one ticket for all the talkies? And is it like as long as you didn't leave the theater, you could just sit there all day long? Mm-hmm. Actually, yes. 
35 cents. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was back oh. when it was called a Nickelodeon because it only cost a nickel. A nickel. Had you seen Bones? Had you seen the animated before? I had. This is the first time. You had seen it. Okay. I had. So it was... So around the time that that came out would have been... And, and this movie was when I first got a TV in my room. And we lived in Guam at the time. Like, I'm trying to avoid a Brewster's Millions here. But <laughs> uh, it was just standard base cable. And that included uh, Cinemax and HBO. So I was like, oh pretty... Christ. Yeah, I, once I figured out like, oh, Friday at eleven thirty, they were going to show a spawn. I was, I was there. But I may have been the person to jinx this movie because I remember the build up to this being so excited, seeing the trailer and crossing my fingers, please be PG thirteen, please be PG thirteen, so I could see it that first weekend. <laughs> the theater that I would ride my bike to if I went during the week, during the day, the Younger guy that worked there, he did not card me. He didn't give a shit. But because there was such limited seating on a Friday night, they carded everybody. So rated R movies, if my parents didn't go, I couldn't go. And it was, I was, I'm pretty sure I was one of three people in the audience that night. (laughs) (laughs) Had you read the comics or anything like that? I was familiar with them. Unfortunately, like the consistency at which comics came to the island, like the shop at, was very yeah. inconsistent. I remember, problem. I remember reading like the Onslaught saga, very mm-hmm. broken. I was like begging them, please like hold one for me so I could <laughs> read this consistently. But I was aware of it. I really wasn't aware of McFarlane or his history until I was a little bit older. I think our buddy mm-hmm. Danny was the guy that he was very into McFarlane's art style. So, and that brings me to my next point. Uh, McFarlane is it's my understanding is like kind of held this thing up from being potentially remade because he wants it to be done a very specific way. We already nailed it, says Todd McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what else is there to do? Turn the right, lights there off. There was the there was it's the extended spawn. version. <laughs> yeah. Which was what two minutes had two minutes more. That's two right. more minutes. Crucial yeah, okay. minutes. Crucial. Um, okay. So Dan, do you want to start reading from Wikipedia now? And then Kron, you can do the IMDB immediately after. Cause we've gone almost 15 minutes. Most listeners are probably going to tune out. You know, it's funny. I just learned that they actually sometimes have trivia and stuff on those sites. What? Really? Holy shit. Really? Okay. That's crazy, right? So it has the year it came out. It has the crew that worked on it and trivia. It has stuff like maybe Tim Burton was maybe the first director choice for the movie. Whoa. Is that true? I mean, he did great things with Batman Tim 89 Burton's and Batman Spawn? Returns. Well, you're not. And you're not oh, allowed to lie on the I guess that does make sense. Yeah. DK. So. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. Yeah, it has to be true. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, can yes, I please. derail that for Open a second? Up, sir. I. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't I'm get sorry. to finish my little. I'm sorry. Introduction to Spawn. Do it. And I have to say these things. Um, I was huge into Spawn. Uh, we had a local comic shop that was very small, um, because I live in a tiny town, and you could get 
a Marvel or a DC, but those were usually a dollar or more per issue. You could get image comics for usually 10 cents. Wow. 10 cents a comic. So you could get, or, or, or 20. So you could get like five of them for a dollar, something like that. And so they would have box after box of image comics and some other labels that people didn't really care that much about. Um, and I guess, you know, Spawn is kind of the image comic, like kind of lets image comics survive, basically. Um, so I got into all these weird other image teams like the Youngblood and like the Riptide. There's a, there's a lot of other little teams. But I also got into the offshoots of because they did a lot of offshoots at Spawn, too. And there was one I really liked, the character Chapel. Does anyone has anyone encountered? No, I'm not even sure you didn't make up those team names. Well, yeah. so Chapel <laughs> was uh, so they brought in the lady here. Yes, because Chapel was supposed to be in here, but I think his rights were under with Deadpool at the time, and they wouldn't allow it. Well, the other thing is, yeah, you're right. So Chapel in the comics was originally the guy who kills yeah. Simmons, right? He's basically like a Punisher, but even more like brooding and dark and That can't be violent. possible. Um, but he's just an assassin. But later in the Spawn comics, it's revealed that it wasn't actually Chapel. It, it was uh, yes. Priest is her name. Um, so that's that's why I... And I, maybe the rights thing... Actually, I hadn't heard the rights thing. But I think maybe that's the ultimate reason why she's there and not... Cha- and like also why... Just one or the other, you know. We didn't have a woman anywhere else except for Wanda, so I don't know. Anyway, um, I also collected the cards. I, I was a huge Spawn fan. I, it was like it was everything to me. I would draw him in my little notebooks. Huge, huge yeah. fan of Spawn for sure. I bet Wikipedia has something to say about that rights issue. <laughs> I bet it does. What the fuck is Wikipedia? <laughs> Sounds like I need to get on this thing. It's a hot new social media. How the that's hell? Why it, that's why it ends in Edia. It's probably How the too hell expensive. Do we <laughs> consider ourselves viable or considered for the TV and film category if we're not looking up Wikipedia. <laughs> have some respect. Yeah. <laughs> have some fucking respect. Uh, Kron, how miserable were you this week? I don't know. I mean, it was a mixed bag. Like, it's it's definitely not a good movie, but. I don't know. I'd seen it before. Like, I wasn't completely unfamiliar with it. <laughs> it could have been worse. I mean, it's not good, but it. I feel like I've watched more boring things. I would not like own this and <laughs> give it repeated viewings, but for like a one-off, it's all right. Uh, so the last thing I want to do before we hop into plot, so we can keep grinding, is. Dan proposed the category. Let's do a spooky season. Let's do something with our buddies. Because around this time last year, we did our gigantic uh, 90s crossover draft. And we were like, well, what's something else that we could kind of do? Get all of our buddies in. So thank you, Dan, for the idea. Dan kind of is the one who sort of broke out the teams. It was his pitch for you guys to to get stuck with me. So blame, blame him. Sorry. Uh, but... But we worked to, we worked together to kind of decide <laughs> yeah. what movie we wanted to talk about. I sort of pitched out like, hey, let's kind of keep it a Bones movie. Let's keep it this. We had a pretty good list, I thought, which I'm going to stash. 
it's it, I'm going to pick a, f- a few of those in the future. Um, but there was some scheduling miscommunication, and somebody <laughs> watched this about five weeks ago <laughs> and logged it. Uh, so sort of broke the five DR code. So, I didn't. I didn't rate it. I just lie. Oh, that I revealed what it was. Yes, I apologize. Yeah, and inside yeah, that, of the review, that's how I found out we yes. were watching Spawn <laughs> for Bones. So <laughs> thank you, George. I'm guessing twenty yeah. seconds after Espionage. you posted it uh, in our Big Rigs <laughs> chat, we got Bones is doing Spawn, Dan. So uh, I mean, this is the kind of thing you trumped it from the rooftops. So one hundred percent. So I, I mean, I did initially think. When the three of you were paired up, I was like, we're doing a Blade movie. Like, that, <laughs> that is the biggest, like, crossover nexus point of these three individuals. Mine was and, Predator. It's like, it's a Predator or a Blade. Yeah, and the, the whole time, Bones was like, it's not Blade, it's not Blade. And then I watched Spawn, and I was like, we should have watched Blade 3. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Yeah. Trend. Three, get the trend Damn. in there. Um, yeah, I mean, I love Blade. It definitely came up, but I also have talked about Blade twice already. So that's yeah. True. yeah I talk about that, Blade I like mean, twice Blade. already today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really did talk about Blade earlier. How can you not? At work, Whenever so Blade is not do. on screen, all exactly. the other characters should be saying, "Where is Blade?" This is literally my issue with Blade Two. The old rule is that where every, I'm always like, "Where is Blade?" Well, what no. about Skid? No, where's Blade? <laughs> Damn it, Blade! <laughs> We're not here to talk about Blade because Blade requires way more time than we have. Is it is it Should weird at your work category. when you walk in and say? Hey, are you guys talking Blade? And then they respond with like, "We're having a meeting in here. Could you please?" <laughs> You're 15 minutes late. <laughs> Could you please leave us alone? Has it been talked about on this show that I, d- I do take over the meeting room at lunches to show crazy no, shows? I didn't know this. No, you have the like floor. Mainly shutter things. Uh, well, how else yeah, are you going to inform your coworkers about the Daywalker? Well, they did watch Spawn with me. We told a, a girl we work with, she's 27. We're like, yeah. She's like, oh. You guys have any like good Halloween movies? We're like, I was like, oh, I just watched Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. She's oh like, boy. Oh, I really, I'm into ah. all like the serial killer documentaries. I'll check that out. And the <laughs> other guy's like, Yeah, you should totally check that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was boy. Like, yeah, give that a whirl. I was like, It's on, uh, I don't know, Rose is on, but I was like, Yeah, check that one out. That's a tough one. I love the scene when they buy she a TV. Hasn't it yet. <laughs> I like I like when the Coke bottle is stuck in her head. <laughs> Bones, you love that movie, right? That seems Henry? like a Bones a Bones classic. I think I've only seen parts of it. I don't think I've mm. seen it all the way through. Oh, a, a sizzle mm. reel of Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. That's the best way to absorb that <laughs> movie. I've always said. I took out all the boring parts where they're no. talking. Put that with like Sleepaway Camp oh. and a bunch of others that like Dan and I's buddies would watch all the time. You know, at four in the morning, I'm kind of puking mm-hmm. or hanging out with a chick and or you something. Say, I know how to rock us all to sleep. Usually what it is. Like I saw the end of Sleepaway Camp after throwing up. 
And I walked back into the room. Best part, dude. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And it was yeah. terrifying. Was, was I so there? Then, yeah. Probably. Yeah, you were probably upstairs. I was probably smashing a cake up against like a fucking oven or something. Yeah, Who you hasn't? were probably a offending a believer with some diatribe about whatever. All right. We you could you could have been throwing knives in the wall. That happened a couple times. We did that all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, hanging an American flag from the fan, fear and loathing style. Wow. Dan and Cron once uh, recreated the famous Yoko Ono and John Lennon photo. <laughs> I still have these pictures. So okay, don't. that's fun. Hell yeah, dude. You guess two I more had, times, you, you get your punch card all filled I out, had, you're able to see that. I had that. to take the sock off. We'll just say that much. <laughs> well, it was in the photo. It was too it tight. Wasn't, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't true. It wasn't authentic, True to dude. the image, yeah. <laughs> People wouldn't have known what we were referencing. <laughs> Guys, rate that. my letterbox. We'll start Kron, with Dan. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <sighs> start with Cron. All right, this is a tough one. Uh, That's why I want to start with Crunch. <laughs> Bones, you know, I think with stuff like this, you usually rate a little higher than you should. I'm splitting the difference on what I think you should rate it and <laughs> what you might rate it. I'm going to give you a 2.5. George, would you like to go? Um... It's funny because when Kron was saying that, I was like, yes, yes, he's so right. And then he said 2.5, and I was like, that feels low to me for what Bones is going to say. <laughs> so, it might be. I think I'm going to say that you are going to rate this at a... My gut was 3.5, so I'm going to lower that to 3. Be reasonable, Bones. <laughs> DK? <laughs> Three seems bold. Sometimes uh, he gets—I don't know—he gets these things stuck in his craw it, a little the, bit, and he's like, "I need to be." There's, there, you never know, you yeah. never know what thing he's going to latch onto yeah. and and really appreciate, yeah, and want us to appreciate, and you know, keep the title afloat. <sighs> Boy, this is tough. Uh, my original gut thought was like one point five. Um, I think I'm going to go with the two. Dan two. Nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia. It happened in Guam. 3.5. Shit. 3.5. Living the high life That's a good point. Showtime and <laughs> endless comics. Yeah. Fucking re Dead refrigerator end. in his garage. Mm -hmm. All right. The scores are locked. You guys ready for plot? Any Anything we want to talk about first? Beforehand? Uh, hmm. I did watch this twice. I'll just say it up front now. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Because because I watched it so insanely early and thought that this was like fully two weeks ago, I thought this was scheduled for. <laughs> so so I did rewatch it. Um, yeah, lot to take in on second watch. <laughs> Spawn, nineteen ninety seven, New Line Cinema. Oh, the uh, the house that Freddie built and the house that Spawn helped. Demolish. And also the house that shouts out to Extro. 
We open, we've got fire, we've got death, we've got a classic 90s montage, and over this, DK, if you please, number one. The battle between darkness and the light has waged eternal, their armies fueled by souls harvested on Earth. The Lord of Darkness, Malbogia, has sent a lieutenant to Earth to recruit men who will help destroy the world in exchange for wealth and power, and provide enough souls to complete his army, allow Armageddon to begin. All Malbogia needs now is a great soldier, someone to lead his hordes to the gates of heaven and burn them down. Fucking metal, dude. Five stars. This is the best part of the movie. The fucking opening (laughs) voiceover. We're at a military base in Hong Kong. See this flight arrive. Uh, I was just going to say that I I love for Johnny Legs that he's first billed in these opening credits and he deserves it. Absolutely. You wonder that and then you figure that out. Yeah. Like halfway through. Yeah, you're like, why is Johnny Legs? I mean, I love him, but why is he number one here when it's a comic and movie called Spawn? And it turns out because he had to go through hell. <laughs> because his legs carry the whole thing. 100% yeah. DK. I can't figure out. His knees? Did did they have some sort of rig <laughs> that. He did dorf on golf kind of, I yeah, think. Just he was on in his knees. Yoga horse pose. He was on his knees most the whole of the time, movie. yeah. Really, though? It doesn't really. Is that what it is? I could. I don't know. There's a lot of wide shot. Is it just forced perspective at that point? He did it all on his knees. You see a ton of where he's not on his knees. I think that it has to be half and half. There's definitely some parts. When when you're on your knees, they put the little shoes out on your knees. So (laughs) it looks looks like your feet are out there. I don't think so. That's not. Can't be out. He's He's also not really a clown demon, just so you know. (laughs) What? I. Wait, I'm hearing this, but I'm not understanding. What? Let's just move on. Okay. We're in Hong Kong. Up in the air traffic control tower, some badass busts in, shoots the place up, and he starts setting up this cool little backpack rocket on this mount. Throws on some night vision goggles. Target system activates. He's got his targets. This missile launches. It's kind of cool. Breaks off into four pieces as this rocket flies by, though. Kind of right in the foreground, we see some fucking old dude. What the hell is this? What the hell? What the hell? He doesn't look like he works for the for the airport. I, yeah, I don't. I, Why do you need night vision? It's a fucking airport. Yeah, it's bright as hell. <laughs> That's out the there. last well thing lit. they fucking want. <laughs> it's less night vision and more of the fucking computer targeting. Yeah, it because, has to go bleep, bloop bloop. Yeah, computer enhance. It should have cut to his night vision. It's just a solid white block because <laughs> yes, the goddamn light thing. is washing everything out. I love this dude comes out too, and he's like doing like a big wave at somebody. Like, hello, yes, That's I'm crazy. arrived. It reminds me of a Naked Gun when like Weird Al Yankovic was on the plane. <laughs> yeah, it is generic uh, '90s terrorist-looking bad guys that that are exploded here. And our badass sneaks off, but not before setting a self-destruct to blow up the evidence. And then we get our titles. DK, if you please, number two. Like him, I killed in the name of good, but the violence in my life pulled my soul towards the darkness. But I fought and freed my soul. Now I watch for others like me. Men are the ones who create evil on Earth. It is the choices they make that enslave their souls. This is the test. We cut to a newscast. Reporter talking about that airport attack. Uh, apparently a bunch of civilians were killed. Now, Spawn, you know Oops. you're not supposed to tie up in 
peak little girls in chains in recess. Can't be doing that stuff. Come on now. And what's with the burning green eyes? Don't give me that. Oh, is this the teacher? Oh, yeah. I guess this is Spawn getting bad grades, I think. Trying yeah. to figure out what this was. <laughs> he's sorry. from hell. I got it. it. I got he it. came back around. Thank you. Thank you, George. There's a reason he's here tonight. To get your the- jokes. <laughs> <sighs> We're at the A6 compound. Jason Wynn turns in his chair. Simmons is the best. This is Martin Sheen. Earning his paycheck, dudes. What an introduction this is. And they really got the shoe black out for his hair and beard, didn't they? <laughs> He's got some eyeliner or something, too, going on. Hey, the Johnny voice... L, maybe number one, Sheen number two, baby. For sure, for sure. The voice he's doing is crazy. It's wild. And then as as you like absorb the scene a little bit and you finally work past the voice, you realize he has not one but two framed photos of nuclear tests. Yes. He loves that shit. Well, <laughs> when you have two, they look like boobs. That's true. And it is it's not only not a red flag, it's a green flag in his line of business. So, I guess it does make sense. And then also I want to shout out his uh cigarillo acting that he does because boy, you just don't get these plumes of smoke in movies like you do and or like you did then. Uh boy, it was powerful, powerful stuff. I was going to ask Kron, uh, you think he did, he would fit right in. Who do you think would be better? That on Deadly Ground guy, uh, Michael Caine, or this guy, Sheen? Who do I think would be better? Like at, the better business bad guy. Oh, I th- well, I think Caine is like a true businessman. This guy is like deep state government or something, right? He's just, he's like wet works or something. <laughs> I mean... He knows where the aliens are. <laughs> yeah. I think they'd work together. On There's the crossover movie oh, that you shit. need. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. In the making of documentary thing, Sheen says his character is the head of the CIA. Yeah. Does he right. realize that he's not? Does he, does he think he's playing a character that he's... Does he not know who he's I, playing? I had this question, too, because I... Is A6 just supposed to be a section of the CIA or what? So I just wrote A6 the whole time and was actually going to ask that. So, Mm -hmm. okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one. He didn't know. Even he didn't know. Yeah. And I recall he took this because his grandkid was familiar and it was sort of like, you got to do Spawn. He was like, I fucking love Spawn. (laughs) All right. All right. I'll do Spawn. All right, little little Johnny. All right. He said he always (laughs) wanted to do a comic book movie, and yeah, you can tell that he's just hamming that comic. Always wanted to. How many have there been since before this? He did. You got your Batman's and you got your Supermans. What else really? Darkman doesn't count, so don't even think about it. Whoa. No, I was. I was thinking about it. I was too. Second black lead for a hero. What was the first Meteor Man? Was that was that at, was that before this? Was Meteor yes. Man before this? Yes, was it? Wow. Oh, and to answer your what comic book movies were before this? Uh, Howard the Duck. All right, all right, you Superman. I said that. He said Superman. And I said Batman. But what else? 
You had that uh, Captain America. Yeah. Okay. You had the Punisher. Okay. Dread. The, They're adding up. <laughs> the unreleased Fantastic Four one. Okay. Wasn't yeah. there a Dread? Yeah, but Michael Sheen, he's got he's got an in. He could he could watch it. There was, was a Dread. Dread with I think Dread was slightly after this, or same year. What year was Dread? My Ooh, my bet would be Dread would be before. Is there a site that we could go to to answer this? No, let's no. just pretend. No. You There's just not gotta a guess at it. We dude. can just remove this question. <laughs> I, I was just really. That, uh, I was wondering, like, where I think it's important to have context, like where we are in comic book movies at this time, because we still really are pretty early. Todd M pushing the envelope. There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I remember Todd McFarlane, which. He had the toy line that would come out after this. He did Metallica. He did like Alice Cooper, Marilyn Manson. Like yeah, his his He toys did a scary Alice huge. in Wonderland. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't American McGee's Alice though. Just a yeah, similar just a similar vibe. He did like a, a line of fairy tale stuff, I think. Uh, was it the comics him. or like toys? No, no, toys. The, the toys. toys, yeah. The McFarlane toys. line did do a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. His yeah. Golden Girls are awesome. Mm. <laughs> they look even more like ghouls. <laughs> Golden ghouls, in fact. Oh, shit. We got to We've just stumbled on gold. Cut this out so that we can produce that. Blanche it's comes with a bunch spooky. of sex toys and shit. Hell yeah. All right. When... Is not alone in his office. He's talking to some shadowy creature who's also smoking a, a fat cigar, and he's going on about some deal. You do your end, I'll do mine. How how's it going? And Wynn's like, listen, dude. don't hand wave this away. The exact line is, "Where's the ultimate weapon you promised us?" Okay, yeah, that was the next thing I was t- gonna oh, mention. Oh, I, I'm so sorry, about no. <laughs> Oh, also the crow. Sorry, I just remembered the crow. No. <laughs> You're Shit. good, dude. How did these two meet? That'll come back, <laughs> decade. Uh You yeah. get introduced when you take over the CIA, obviously. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's when they bring you in for a <laughs> yeah. meeting with the demons. <laughs> a clown. Mm-hmm. What's my 2 right. p.m.? Well, sir, it's a clown? <laughs> All right, send him in. Send him in. Send in the clowns. <laughs> Honey, you'll never believe the day I had. God damn it, Jork. <sighs> All right, yeah. So to George's point, this guy asked for uh, a biological weapon, basically. And Wynn's like, dude, if you want a a perfect biological weapon, it's going to take some time. And also in this exchange, this shadowy creature says, oh, by the way, your best number one plaything, Al Simmons, we're taking him. Wynn's like, what the fuck? He's my best guy. Quit asking questions, goddammit, this character says as they leave the room. This five-year plan of yours just chaps my buttocks. Mm-hmm. All right, we cut to Terry. He's waiting outside Al Simmons' home. He's looking at a uh, newspaper. He's lamenting the loss of civilian life. And uh, somebody pulls out in a convertible, and this is Wanda. Terry's like, do me a favor. Fucking buy your husband a watch. He's a badass, but he can't tell time. <laughs> Did anybody recognize Wanda? No. Uh, Th- only from my dreams, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is her second appearance in this category. What? Because she was one of the young ladies 
that Bill Paxton got into the truck with in Near Dark. No wow. shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And actually, that was planned. <laughs> what website did you learn that from? Uh, Letterboxd. You can follow uh, okay. all of these okay. fantastic people here tonight on it. That's true. I'll even spoil upcoming Five Day Reynolds on there. <laughs> That's how I learn what what movies I'll be watching. Uh, the great thing about this scene is I don't want to be disrespectful to the actors, but uh, these particular people don't have the best lines, and I think it comes off uh, a lot in their performances. Uh, particularly here when Wanda is giving Terry shit, like please make sure he's home for dinner. I think that's very generous of you, Bones. And I would go so far mm. as to say that these people are a black hole of charisma. Okay, thank you. I really needed somebody else to say it. But okay, so I don't feel bad. I'm going to double down on that. I think you should have started with that before yeah. we even began okay. this podcast. D.B. Yeah. Sweeney, uh, in, uh, an actor from what I consider to be the most terrifying movie I've ever watched. Um, I feel like sort of established i don't know maybe this is just a paycheck i don't know and the lady playing wanda there are times where uh i don't know how she got the part i don't know maybe the <laughs> eyes i don't know maybe they cast the girl first and they work backwards anyway this is a lot of bad acting in this movie he was like so what happened to you in near dark you got the part but i need to know did you die yeah, and she she was like, I'm not going to tell you if you don't no. give me the role in I'll this never movie. Tell. It's the only way you'll find out. Schemer, man. Anyway, Al comes out looking fly as hell. Like, what the fuck, man? Who gives a shit? I'm the badass of this movie. I'll be on my own fucking time. I got nothing but time. Mal Simmons. I have, I have a question uh, for the Spawn Heads. Uh, the dog in this movie is named Spaz. Is that from the comics, or is this dog named after the member of the crew whose nickname was also Spaz? I saw that. It's the second one, George. Wow. Wow. Uh, I also have some crew name trivia. Did you guys see another name in the credits? That Fitzgerald? Uh, was, this, was, it, no, was an interesting nickname? You guys watch the credits? I actually respect the art of cinema, Kron, so yes. Is now a good time for me to reveal this, or should I wait? No, go for it. All right. Expose yourself. I'm going to do that to you guys right now, as soon as I find the photo I took of the screen, which is, <laughs> right, uh, what? It, it erased itself. Oh, no. Damn you, Spawn. No, I have it. We'll never um, know. It's no. only there was a website we could look up the no. names. No, I looked it up, and it, he's not... The, the name is not there on, and you'll understand when you... Oh, shit. Like uh, the, name doesn't, to say. the name doesn't show up in the photo that you took? Yeah. No, it's there. So there's... Uh, I don't even know what that says. Oh, if he's one of the digital... George, he'd be looking five weeks ago. He's one, <laughs> he's, he's one of the digital effects artists. Okay. okay. I looked on IMDb. He is not credited as this. But the name that he's credited as is Mitch... Baron von Splooge oh, Diodes. Yes. I did see that. I I forgot that that existed. I thought you were going to say that somebody went by Spawn in the crowd. You forgot. <laughs> that would be hilarious. 
Um, but yes, I did notice that as well. I thought it was interesting. Uh, although he didn't seem to bequeath his name to any characters, so I guess no, not I, I as... I was hoping. Yeah. Is he like is there... a goo pro? Is he the guy that you bring in to get goo figured out? Goo I think dude? so. Oh, you got all that green? They slimed it. They, they'll slime, you know? Yeah. He's an emir of ooey gooey. I think there's also a, a Fitzgerald that pops in that's just one of Todd McFarlane's friends and has nothing to do with the movie. I think I was I was reading or something. Like that. Maybe and maybe that's who Terry's named after. Um, no, he's actually named after like a roommate. Or no, Al Simmons is like a roommate of Todd McFarlane's. Uh, Wanda is his actual wife's name, and the kid's name is his actual kid as well. And Can't Terry is named name. after Terry McGinnis, who will be Batman Beyond in Batman Beyond. This is all coming together. I just thought it was Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> it's easy mistake. He actually did see into the future and predict Batman uh... Beyond. And Batman was a box office superhero success directed by Tim Burton, who almost directed Spawn. Yes. That's, That's how we, we got call the a inside fucking 360. Scoop. <laughs> I was hoping to get one. Thank you, Dan. We're we're doing 360s way bigger this season. Yeah, everybody, give a season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 360. Fuck yeah. 360. I love it. It's a circle. It's I'm 180 loving, times I'm loving two. this energy, fellas, for spawn. I'm loving it. Giving it the respect it deserves. All right, so in the car ride to A6, Terry and, and Al, they kind of discuss that, uh, you know, Wynn's getting a little sloppy with his ops, man. He killed a lot of innocent people. And they they arrive. Terry says, I'm going to start keeping my eye on Wynn. A little Semper Fi between these Marines. So Al busts into Wynn's office. He challenges him, uh, like, you know, hey, I'm here <laughs> to, like, be Did a good dude, not a bad notes? guy. What? The Marine joke, Semper Fi. I wrote a little Semper Fi between the Marines as they pull into <laughs> A6HQ. Our old dude watches from the street. I respect that. Thank you. I, it's a good joke. Yeah, but it's not meant to be a joke. I just write. I have a. I have. I, think, I take. I, think, a, I, I have a Gonzo note taking. You know, it's it's loose, man. You never know when you're going to interrupt it with a giant 360. Uh, thank you for all those who've served. Mm-hmm. Semper Fi. It's good to say it 50 minutes into the spawn recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this little confrontation between Al and, and Wynn is basically like, I'm out. I, I'm, I'm done being your fucking dirty dog. And Wynn's like, hey, dude, this ain't the fucking Postal Service. You don't just quit us, okay? And if you're going to be a little bitch, I'm going to have Priest be my go-to. And in walks the most badass chick you've ever fucking seen. I, right. I've seen some pretty badass chicks. No. Uh, we could be they're here no, all night. They're no. <laughs> She's like, I always, I always knew you would like wuss out, blah, blah, blah. Wynn kind of plays along and he says, all right, I'll let you out, but we got one more op, all right? And this is a big one. This is a uh, biochemical facility in North Korea. You do this last one, and you're and you're out. Everybody, I'm gonna say she's getting a write up for her dress. That is not business casual. I was gonna say someone tells you one more op, you might as well pull the trigger yourself, friend. Mm-hmm. 
I was going to say she reminded me of Xenia on a top. I was going to say that too. (laughs) There was just something in the air. Mm -hmm. Or maybe she's just kind of like Xenia on a top. And we both picked up on that. I mean, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about that stuff anymore. Probably for the best. Make a note. We brought it up. Probably for the best. (laughs) Yeah. Kron, were you going to say something earlier, dude? Oh, just everybody in the scene is playing with like tarantulas and snakes and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, they're ash- scorpion. Their ashtrays yeah. are spider. Nuclear. Uh, she bomb. just has a spider in her hands. Yes, I think it's like it's the same shit with extreme prejudice. Like how you know he's like a fucking bad guy. Yeah, it's like the CIA guy <laughs> has like every poisonous animal that just cohabitates in his office. It reminded me of uh, Will Ferrell in Talladega Nights in like the fake blooper when he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> he's just constantly raising them up. They needed something. They were like, I, I can't have nothing to do with my hands. So they were like, okay, give them a spider to paw at. Some scorpions. And some scorpions. I hope that spider was getting paid overtime because it didn't look like it had a fun job. Normally you're a spider. You just have to like crawl on someone's face or something. Mm-hmm. If you're Fulci, maybe you have to mm. tear someone's face open. Eat yeah, that's a classic spider. Crawl out of yeah. a mouth. That's right. So th- those are probably the hardest working spiders in showbiz. And then next is the spider from Spawn. Do spiders have a union? They should. I'm al- I'm always telling my spider friends that. I'm not crossing that picket it. line. Mm-mm. <laughs> I get bound up in a little whip. Yeah. Stronger together, just like a web. <laughs> they don't call you scabs. They call you flies. They, they call you dinner. They call you scabies. Scabies. That's, that's better. That's a bug, right? Mm-hmm. That's better. I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was like a disease. Yeah, I think scabies is it like is. a skin rash. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> a condition. Caused by the bug scabies. <laughs> I, I actually was watching a Michael Shannon movie recently, and he was like, I have scabies. I am the mother scabie. Um, so is I'm pretty sure it's a bug. <laughs> yeah, is that Take bug? Shelter? No, the name of the, I'm pretty sure the shelter? name of the movie was scabie. <laughs> Okay. And it has Michael Shannon in it? That's right. They're in a motel. He's like all paranoid. Now, isn't Sounds he... like the best horror movie ever made. Directed by William Friedkin. Isn't he credited as Scaby Shannon in that? <laughs> I think that's right. He went full method. Scaby the Freak Shannon. <laughs> that's what they call him. Say, so, you know how I actually get this? How do I get Scabies? <laughs> All right, Scabies we immediately. Oh, go on. <laughs> oh, good. I just looked on a website online, and actually, it was called Bug. I'm sorry, it wasn't Scaby. What were we gonna say, DK? Should have been called Scaby. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, we immediately cut to this biochemical facility in North Korea. We see Simmons. He's infiltrating. I think um, they really filmed over there. Yeah. Hell yeah, they did. That's cool. Is they that? saw Paul Gasari. This it's was 97. A... Dennis Rodman's fucking huge right now, dude. Yeah, he yeah, got Kim, him right in. Kim Jong knew not to fuck around with the hell spawn. <laughs> you don't think this was like a Werner Herzog run and gun? <laughs> just... Stealing shots all over. All right, I heard yeah. uh, Ric Flair on a podcast once, and he was like, 
what's the, it was an interview and he's like, what's the sketchiest thing that you ever did? He's like, I went to North Korea with uh, uh, Muhammad Ali. Wow. And he was like, we were both like fucking terrified. And there's was like, you were in a plane crash. And he was like, I'd take plane crashes over North Korea any fucking day of the week. I was like, God damn. Wow. Damn. Take that, Rodman. At the biochemical facility, <laughs> Simmons makes his way through, takes out a few guards. He enters what I can only describe as the fucking brains of this operation. We got fucking tubes and canisters and all sorts of biochemical instruments, and he immediately uh, sees... The nerve center, if you will. Okay. Yeah, also... I'll give it to you. God damn it, George. <laughs> There's a part where he, like, <clears throat> he, like, drops down on some guys, and then they just cut to him dragging them into, like, the facility. They, they got scared to death. <laughs> you couldn't film the 15 seconds of him, like, punching those two guys out? Too gruesome to show. <laughs> they didn't get punched. They got scared to death. PG-13, bro. Yeah, that's probably... What I'm also wondering, how did you two, Cron uh, and Dan, how did you watch this? Uh, I rented this on Apple TV okay. or whatever Apple's shit is. Okay, so I believe you and I watched the same. I prefer not to say. Okay. You own the Blu-ray? <laughs> no, because it would have been ripped. Dan's just winging it. Let's just say there's <laughs> you a website. Watch it? Oh. I watch. There's a website, and I just happened to search, and it just happened to be there. And I, I watched through Dan's watch window. It. He did. George is actually in the next room. We spent a lot of time doing all that. Face pressed up against the glass. We had to go it was to Lowe's. So hard to hear. We had to go to Lowe's six times to find that fucking blue paint he's got. And it was when I thought that it was being filmed two weeks ago. He should have said something to me. He had to buy another yeah. plane ticket. This is really on Dan. <laughs> I paid for half. <laughs> Al sees that there's bombs already set. He's like, "What the fuck? What? When? What are you up to? What the?" And when reveals himself, the fucking scoundrel that he is. Incredible. Plans have changed. <laughs> Al's like pretty early oh, on. Pretty early on. <laughs> yeah, he's really going gloating. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I can't let you do this, dude. This would release the virus. And there's a town of fucking 8,000 people nearby. And Wynn's like, yeah, 8,000 test subjects. Al pulls his gun on Wynn. I'm not going to let you uh, get away with this. And then, bam, the most badass movie chick of all time, Priest, shoots Al. Looks like I'm up for a promotion. Wow. You wipe his ass, too. They fucking shoot some Ghostbusters green ooze. I'm guessing this is where our fucking ooze guy come in. This is, I'm telling you, man, this had We Want to Be Nickelodeon written all over it. Yeah, they, uh, Al Simmons apparently won a fucking Kids' Choice Awards. I'm not surprised when you're pandering to the judges like this. <laughs> I would say that that is a green that is featured in the Spawn comics. You think it's green? It's like bluish green. Like no. Is it? No. That was green. Hey, maybe the one I watched was yeah, different. Yeah, you didn't see the director's cut where it's clearly green slime. I think I did George see George was looking cut. through a window, that's, so he might have. That's right. It's, no, it's refracted perfectly. I had the most clear vision of all. Hey, did anyway. anyone else have a GoldenEye comparison here as well? 100%. 
And What's again, let's, these are things okay. that I have to consciously not talk about because. Okay. And then Trevalian was like, I'm actually betraying you as well. That's right. Hey, we don't know Pod that Slam at that point, 2024, George. Can we have a Golden Eye tournament? Yes. No, it doesn't hold up. Uh, wow. Sounds kidding. like somebody got bad at the game. <laughs> got him. Sounds like somebody always sucked at it. Yeah. Wow. So they. They brought this Dude, chick along job, just to hose him down with that green goo, right? Yeah, like, she, right. she had the backpack. Yeah, Sheen wasn't getting involved in that, dude. He hey. fucking wasn't nom. What are you talking those, about? Those are my tax dollars at work. I don't think we need to be flying <laughs> someone, a third person in the North Korea to spray the goo. You agree with the test the virus out on 8,000 people. You don't agree with the flight of the other... Uh, the te- agent. Oh, let's just say the test thing is not at the top of the list of things I was mad about, George. <laughs> I'm just an honest taxpayer. <laughs> what well, about what? when Priest jumps over the railing? Are we there? What about yeah. that? Did you notice that? She like blasts her knees. Did you guys not see that? Yeah. I guess I yeah. didn't clock it as it's, noteworthy. There's there's literally steps. There are steps there. And she just goes over instead and makes a huge jump for no reason. Uh, in there was he- a in reason, heels. And the reason is, it's a comic book, dude. Dude. I don't know. It just hurt me to see it. it. I didn't like it. It does feel like the one thing that they didn't cut was anything involving Priest. Be- there, she just gets a lot of screen time. I wonder why that might be. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe two things come to mind. Impossible to say. What are they? two nuclear uh, bomb photos right next to each other. That's how you know. That's all I'll say. All right, well, it turns out that this goo that they covered him in is fucking flammable. Wynn talks some shit, says, hey, I'll look out for fucking Wanda, throws his cigarello onto Al Simmons. That's a fucking clove, bro. Okay. (laughs) You know he's a bad guy smoking a fucking clove. (laughs) Fucking smokes cloves. No. Not even when they're the head of the CIA. No. <laughs> that would be my first question if I interviewed this guy. I'm like, cloves? <laughs> Next off- guy. Made worse Next. I'm going to start including it in it. Cloves and your tarantulas in your like office. <laughs> <laughs> What's with the spider, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, what the fuck's up with scorpions and cloves? Like, Get the fuck out of here, dude. Mm-hmm. You're fired. Your ashtray is in the scorpion thing? <laughs> That's really weird. He likes to test himself every day. <laughs> Wynn and Priest, they blow the fucking fil- uh, facility sky high, including Al. And we wow. see Al blown into hell. Wanda! Flash awake. Al's all burnt to shit. Can we Sit- think of a sexier name? For a lady, Wanda. That's his wife's name. He said, "Let me do a, a loving tribute to my wife." Sorry, Wanda. Dan. Not not every woman's named uh, Tiffany and Candy and shit. <laughs> candy, Candy. Wanda and Candy are on the same level, bro. <laughs> like no, Candy. <laughs> I'll do anything for Candy. the spooky season you have candy's eyes 
I just Take care of candy. candy. <laughs> John was, I was like, oh, I can't wait to get a taste of candy. <laughs> yeah. There's your promotional. Is she a hot candy? I'm going to put her. <laughs> All right. Al is laying out in the rain. He's on top of a church. And there's a fat little clown leaning over him. Should have been fuck? inside that church. Who the you know fuck is saying? this guy? No, he can't Praise do that. Don't burn, dude. <laughs> okay. I told him, well done, not burnt, this clown says. We're in Rat City. Al stumbles around. He goes down into the alleys. He's walking around all the uh, unhoused, you know, these poor people. Is Rat City like, it's like a real part of the town that he's in? At first, I couldn't tell if Rat City was supposed to be like the outer ring of hell. Where I, I believe that's that, what they refer to, like that neighborhood and those alleys as. I thought they were referencing the Taiga song "Rack City" the whole time. <laughs> I kind of want to go to Rack City. Is it what I think it is, or am I going to be let down? Well, <laughs> let me just say that the lyrics of the song are 10, 10, 20s on them titties, bitch." <laughs> Take me down to the Rack City. Goddamn, let's go there for Pod Slam 2024. <laughs> That's Al a good song. I like that song a lot. Shout outs to Tyga. All right. Don't Al know Dr- anything about him as a person, so maybe I should not be shouting him out, but I like that song. Too you late. Know, you invited you, him in. You never know. I guess so. Kron, didn't you make a Rack City joke a few episodes back? No. That doesn't sound like me. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you did. I don't think so. Al sees his reflection in a puddle, horrified by what he sees. Some little kid comes up, uh, insults Al, and offers him a flat soda. Blimey, mister. It's me, little ragamuffin, here in Rack City. Yeah. Anybody else let down that this kid didn't have more dirt on his face? Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. is this the same fucking kid and Dick Tracy? It looked like... I don't no. know. Wow. I, I, I thought seen this him. A, no, Dick yeah. Tracy's Damn, the hook How kid. weird. And I was like, is this a Dick Tracy kid? Because I always think about the scene when Dick Tracy's like, you're going to give the kid some chicken? And it's that same. It, it's yeah, that fucking so kid's weird. always eating in that movie. Like, <laughs> He's a growing poor boy, man. Very Please, weird. Mr. Spawn, Dude. can you direct me to Madonna? <laughs> Mr. Spawn. Direct me to the two cones. <laughs> I am so surprised that we have not had Dick Tracy on this fucking podcast yet. And that is a bones pick. Hands down. I have only seen it once, but I liked it. And then when everybody was like, this movie fucking sucks. I was like, that's crazy to me. They're wrong. We got to do a long time. We got to do the trilogy. Dick Tracy and then his two TCM like (laughs) Tracy rights. They're very real. The rights extensions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about McFarlane holding on to the rights. That's a guy who's fucking just anchoring that thing down. Are people clamoring for Dick Tracy, though? Me, I am. I I guarantee you there's somebody like Rian Johnson who is like, has a fucking... It's just itching. It's just waiting. Yeah, it's in a drawer. Like, as soon as it frees up, they're running to whoever produced <laughs> that to fucking okay, pitch well, it. Well, when Ryan Johnson is Warren Beatty, then maybe we could talk. <laughs> I was going to say, Beatty's still alive, right? He's killing He just He just did another rights extension thing. Mm-hmm. That's why we can do a trilogy now. Yeah. 
All right, Al bumps into this old man, this old man that we've seen periodically. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Might be the guy that's, like, narrating this thing, too. That doesn't sound right. This guy starts leading him through the alleys. And uh, maybe my first exposure to Marilyn Manson here with, uh, was it the Long Hard Road Out of Hell? Starts to play pretty somber as Al continues through these alleys. Falls into the street. Old man invites Al to join the Rat City community, but Al says, uh, I got a home, dude. And takes I'm not off. a rat. <laughs> yeah. 96 was Antichrist Superstar. This was your first exposure? I to think it? so, yeah. I don't think he had broken over there yet. I still would have been listening to fucking that Da 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 song. and fucking By Trio? This was yeah. a bomb, so yeah. Eiffel 65 or some shit. I don't know. Whatever was on the stupid-ass pop radio at the time. Actually, you know what I probably was listening to a lot of was White Zombie, Rob Zombie. Because Blur the Technicolor was in Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. And I got that because of Presidents of the United States of America. They were on that soundtrack. That's my guys. Yeah. And then I got to the end of it and I was like, who is it? What is this heavy shit at the end? I mean, you also drove a Dragula, so it, yeah. you kind of had to. You got to get around in style. Yeah. My daughter, um, few last year she played soccer and she was number 95. So I would play never going to stop me every time we had a game. And I was like, step on their fucking necks <laughs> and take no fucking prisoners. That's right. Because that's what we do. So um, she recently joined a new team for soccer. Drama, after but... stepping on too many necks. <laughs> yeah. She was after, asked to join. After team. getting banished from the league <laughs> she was in. There was some drama with some coach. And so we changed some teams. But, uh, we had a cancellation, and she, she didn't have her jersey yet. So yesterday, she got her jersey, and she runs up, and she's like, Dad, number 95. Hell yeah. And I was like, all <laughs> right, dude. So I was like, this is the second time you're number 95. So she's like, can we play the song? I was like, yep. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> can we? You think you're getting away without doing it? Not very likely. I was like, it's, Did- it's, 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 a, it's a thing now. Did she pick it, or did, was she randomly assigned to 95 twice? She asked Coach. She's like, yo, I want number 95. And he's like, well, I can't promise you that because they literally just got a color, and they do 100 jerseys, for, and they just hand them out. So, yeah, whenever she came running through, she was like, I got my jersey number 95. I was like, oh, what are the odds? <laughs> About one in 100, I think. Yeah. <laughs> So she was pretty excited about that. That's exciting. I understand being excited about that. Um, has she seen Robert Zombie's The Monsters? Uh, we watched Lords of Salem with <laughs> nice. her today. And no, we didn't. <laughs> not a movie girl. Like, just not a movie girl. Um, we'll get well, there. Well, I am a movie girl, and I like Robert Zombie's The Monsters. And uh, I, I'm not even afraid to say it. I haven't been brave enough to click play yet. It's on that. good. Same. And Will I like it? I think so. Okay. And I also like it that if you desaturate it and you put it in black and white, it looks really good because the reason that it's all colored that way is because it's made to 
be in black and white. So okay, yeah, that makes all sense. of the re- all of the like shadows and everything play off of the neon lighting, uh, how they would have been shot in real life too. I'm sorry, George. On this podcast, we call it black and chrome. I apologize. Of course, Robert Zombie's just, black and chrome edition. Just for the, the listeners, that yeah. George, <laughs> did you like Robert Zombie's Lords of Salem? I uh, have not seen Lords of Salem. I've seen House of a Thousand Corpses, and I've seen Devil's Rejects, and I uh, have seen The Halloweens. And I saw three movies in a row of his that I hated. And then I saw two movies of his in a row that I liked. And now I don't know what to feel. Except I guess it's mostly positive, because even the stuff that I hated, I was like, you know what? He's doing his thing in these movies and just because I don't like it, obviously it's connecting with some people. I would say Lords of Salem is my favorite Rob Zombie movie. Wow. I was just, I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah. Wow. I really, really like Devil's Rejects a lot. Devil's Probably Rejects for me. Isn't Lords of Salem, whole... not bad though. Isn't there a thing in that movie where they get, someone gets mad that they're like taking Elvis's name in vain or something? <laughs> Do you uh, ever use Aaron? Probably. Aaron Probably. Elvis Presley's name in vain. Are you thinking of Natural Born Killers? <laughs> no, no, it, is, it is in Devil's Rejects. Yeah, true Romance is what I was thinking of, but also was still wrong. <laughs> yeah, that is a scene in Devil's Rejects. You are correct, Karan. Hell yeah. Is it when he's out? He like takes those two it's, dudes it's, out? It's Wydell. Yeah, okay. And he's like in the he's in the sheriff's office, and somebody says it, and he throws like the cigarette, and he's like, "Don't you ever That's use right. Aaron Elvis?" That's right. Oh, because and he looks, yeah, he's like the big Elvis guy. That's right. It's all coming together now. A new spawn has emerged from the darkness, reborn on Earth, drawn to the alley by an unknown force. His necroplasmic body racked by pain, his memories fragmented. To him, North Korea was moments ago. But Malbosia kept him secluded in darkness for five long years, while things on Earth changed in ways that will only feed his anger and desire for revenge. He sets out to reclaim his humanity. How much is left remains to be seen. Beautiful. At this point in the movie, you're going, I know everything. This isn't confusing at all. How right? How do we not talk about the way that hell looks, and also the way that Malbosia looks? It's like an N64 game. I wanted... Uh, mm-hmm. It looks... Then- I knew it was going to be so a, giant, terrible. a giant chunk and, later on. I was trying to get to that. Oh, okay. No, let's talk about it now. It's okay. atrocious. I mean, we already saw him, it's, so it's atrocious. I uh, figured we could talk about it. For me, yeah. it's crazy. The craziest part is not even the environment, because fine. The environment is whatever. It looks the way it looks. But the fact that they made it so that Malbosia never closes his mouth. They don't bother. They don't bother in the whole movie. No. (laughs) It's just a voice that comes from somewhere. He's got to have the driest mouth of all time. He's literally in hell. Dr. Claw. With his mouth agape. His voice is Dr. Claw from uh, Spectre Kenjin. It's the same voice. This is the bargain. If you lead my army. You can see Wanda again. I do think there were like there were PS one games gotcha. that, that had better cutscenes than sure. hell. Right? I was. I mean, this was my turn to be nice. <laughs> it was supposed to be a puppet. Good. That it should have been, been, yeah. yeah. been a puppet. It should have been a puppet. Why the and like the hair? Like if you can't get the hair right, don't do the hair. 
but the hair is insane. <laughs> it looks really bad. It's, it's <laughs> I'm atrocious. sorry. I want to be nice to the movie. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I was a childhood fave, but holy shit. I think the craziest part of hell is when all the other hell spawns pop up and there's one it. that's like <laughs> always what are they doing? And it's they, <laughs> they're shaking it's a and dancing shit. baby. That's all yeah. it was. It's spawn. Well, it's and it's six guys and it's just copy and pasted. Mm-hmm. And what they they're don't the do exact same and, height. And it's yeah, all they, in the same they got timing. Like four animations and they yeah. just <laughs> And they don't offset the timing. Like at least a fucking Street Fighter or wrestling game would do that. Right? But mm-hmm. the guy who's like doing the fucking Mardi Gras shake, tit baby. shake, it, yeah. When you look across that fucking aspect ratio, there's 13 guys all in time shaking their titties. <laughs> um, How many years later is like Lord of the Rings with like those incredible huge battle scenes, and they look unbelievable? Four or five years. It's like five years. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. So. DK, you sent us, uh, George and myself, a little clip. It was a Collider mm-hmm. online, like an interview with Michael J. White, who's very open about it, who says, uh, basically, I got to see the original cut. I wish that's what everybody else got to see. The guy who did direct this basically came from visual effects, which is super embarrassing. But apparently, they loved what they saw, so they let him go back in and he what he doubled or tripled the amount of VFX shots. Apparently, Bob Shea was like, "Oh, look, looking good. Yeah, look, go ahead, yeah. whatever you Bob. want." Bob, classic Bob. But in that interview, he does also go on to say, like, they learned their lesson with Spawn, so they were much more hands on with Blade. So maybe we have Spawn to kind of thank for how good the the VFX in Blade look. It's really, again, very generous of you. Bugs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, what I'm saying. Also, no, Blade, the like know. famously the worst part of that movie is like how shitty it looks when he cuts the guy in half. Uh, <laughs> I, I still think those hold up in comparison to this. I'm okay. just saying that well, yeah, sure. when you they, set the bar that low, right, it's not that easy to trip they over. We're it. probably so embarrassed. They were like, we're not doing that again. And we're going to do whatever we can do. So by yeah. today's standards, yes, I agree. They look bad, but. Bones is shaking his fist at me and like making threatening gestures, and I think I was right, and maybe even a little low on my initial assessment of his letterbox score. Five stars. Yeah, <laughs> he might whip this out as a five star banger. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't I do 3. that. Three point five, so it's gonna be I, four. <laughs> I respect the system. All right, so the system works. If you remember, uh. It was dark when Al woke up, but it's it's also not raining. It is the middle of the day and not raining when Al shows up to what used to be his fucking house. And there's a birthday party, a rockin' in the backyard. We got a cute little clown performing. Is this the same clown? That can't be. Can't why be. would why would you hire that clown? His <laughs> teeth look insane. Like he looks like someone that would murder a child. He I killed mean, the hired clown and showed up, right? If only there were some kind of example we could point to of a, a serial killer dressed as a clown. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever happened. I, I don't. I can't recall. All right. This this party clown, he's entertaining the little kitties. Al sees Wanda, starts to flash memories 
with her, which I'm guessing is probably from the 25 minutes from like the original cut of the movie where we actually got to see Wanda and Al interact because at this point, Al and Wanda have not been on the screen in the same shot together. Wow. Uh, wow. I didn't realize that until yeah, you said so, that. And now I go, wow. Remember, true, he, yeah. he, he, <laughs> he made a deal with the devil to come back for a woman that he's never on screen with. It's incredible. All right. Uh, so Al is like sneaking around in some bushes in the backyard. Uh, a little girl runs by and reaches out, scares the shit out of her. Wanda comes out of the house now. Wanda has much longer hair. So that's how you know time has passed. Big passage of been, time. Yeah. What do you mean, candy? She had glasses now. Why didn't she have real long fingernails, too? <laughs> they put her in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Mm-hmm. All right, Wanda freaks out at this fucking burnt-up homeless dude, like, reaching out at, at her daughter. Uh, she screams. It's so funny. She, like, can't even see that he's burnt at that point. <laughs> She's yeah. just like, oh, my God, my daughter is treating this guy like a human being. <laughs> so Wanda yelling and screaming, Terry comes over. Uh, and oh, but before this, Al saw Terry macking on his lady, and this is kind of what instigated him kind of falling over in further pain. The ultimate betrayal. Yeah, Terry's like, "Dude, get out of here before I call the cops, huh?" And Clown runs over and he says, "Don't worry." He tries to make some excuse for who Al is, and Terry's like, "Well, if he's he calls fucking- him crispy, yes," and. uh at any point, you guys want to hop in with like the color commentary of what uh, Johnny Legs is adding? By all means, there's just so much of it. <laughs> if anybody's earning their check, it's fucking John Leguizamo, mm-hmm. right? He speaks more than everybody that. else combined. What? He started as a stand-up, correct? Uh, I don't know. Maybe no, Leguizamo. I, I think he did. He would do one-man shows, but I think that was built out of him wanting to be more of an actor. I feel like they could have Robin Williams, this guy, let him go. I, I feel like he had funnier shit than what he was saying. It feels like they did let him go. Did uh, you I, don't think they did? I, I agree with DK. I, I Really? Uh, yeah. I, this, I thought it was kind of scripted of some of the shit that his the, jokey stuff. The script that I, I sort of scanned... He's saying different stuff. Is Spawn the most research you've ever done for a five-day rentals movie? Okay, so last night I get a text from one of my friends who says, hey, you sent me some voiceover to do. Why did you change the words? And I said, I didn't change the words. I typed them out as I heard them. And for about an hour and a half, DK and I were trying to figure out why the fuck what I wrote was different from what he was hearing coming out of his TV. So not only is there apparently a director's cut with two minutes extra, but the dialogue that Cogliostro says is fucking different in each cut. It's like they don't want to reference the devil and hell. The funny so they, thing is that they're the same thing. Like they're interchangeable. Yeah. What a change to make. There's no reason to make that change. 100%. So I pulled up the script to see if I could figure it out what, DK has is closer to what the original script says. And in that, scanning what a lot of clowns dialogue, I think John Leguizamo was riffing. 
Thought you could I'll just I'll just that. say that I looked it up on John Leguizamopedia, and it uh, he did have an origin in stand up comedy. Okay, I just is it freakadelic or something like that? He had two like one man shows that I remember HBO played constantly. He also released The Pest the same year. What a busy guy. He also was Luigi in the Super Mario Brothers. You gotta trust your tools, Mario. Luigi. Yeah. I don't we won't know. won't talk Never about mind. that movie. Shh. I hope you do talk about it sometime. Could, I, could I, I kind of love that movie. I've never seen it. Could be a future what? five, five day could, could be coming up. Could have been could have been some messages between a friend of mine that we had. Whoa. John yeah. Leguizamo? John Leguizamo. He's coming yeah. with Clooney. He'll be here. He'll be here. They had uh, Mario Brothers. There was like a local uh, grocery store called IGA. Do you guys have IGA? We used yeah. to. We well, yeah. missed town. Makes sense that you would have. Oh, but, you know uh, that one, Dan? <laughs> You had it too, you asshole. What was the one you didn't know before? Was it Kroger? Kroger. What yeah, the fuck? Like we is had Kroger, Kroger too. I know. That was your reaction last time, Dan. That was my joke. It's been the going. <laughs> okay. So I didn't get the joke. All right. Anyway, I'm that good. They, they had a tiny little VHS <laughs> rental section, mm-hmm. and I would rent just alternating Mario movie and Robin Hood Men in Tights. There was, and I would walk past, and they go, Which one do you want this week? So good. Um, That's all. I need 4K, to 4K of that movie coming out from Umbrella. I know Bones is a I've big physical that. media guy, so. I, I almost know, sent it to Kron. Uh, yeah, I'm not getting the 4K. Of... <laughs> Let's not go crazy. Dude. You don't want to see King Koopa in glorious 4,000 pixel resolution? I do. I got a DVD, <laughs> I got a DVD right here. Wrong. I do want to see that. <laughs> I love that you just have a copy of Pinocchio's Revenge right there. You got to be ready. Got one in every room of the house, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just in case. It's a gun safe a, full of copies. <laughs> I had a platoon up here, but I think I put it back on the shelf. Listen, I'll never use Pinocchio's Revenge on myself, but I take comfort knowing that I always could. It is a drug. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't you just see like some guy breaks into Bone's house and he's like opening the, <laughs> he's opening the safe? And he's like, "What the hell is this? It's just a bunch of DVDs." Yeah. And then behind him, like a like little legs run by. <laughs> he opens up. He's like, "Oh, there must be money in here." And he's like, "No, this is actually just Pinocchio's Revenge." Yeah. Physical he, media. What the fuck? He knows the to get the trigger. fuck out of this house. A psycho lives here. <laughs> I think All that right. was a motel. So I, I I wonder what my kids are gonna do with all this shit. Like what the fuck is throw the laughing it. dead? Throw uh, it in the coffin. They're gonna watch it all and <laughs> dead once wow. the shit. <laughs> Frisbee like, right. fucking records. I'm like yeah, that's all right. Write it down now that when you're dead, I'll fucking take all your DVDs. Send them. Send them over to my. Send them over to me. I'll the Heffler right. archive. I gotta give him the Kron. If all Dan right. dies right, in the we'll next few the months, cron. we know who killed okay. him. <laughs> I'll die first. I know that. All right, clown. He does pull Al away from the party, but not before giving uh, Cyan a little, little cute little clown doll. We're back in the alleys. So we got another flashback of his life as clown is starting to explain what the fuck is going on to Al, who's not super receptive to this. But uh, we're getting flashbacks of his life with Wanda. Clown's walking around, ripping farts, eating shit out of the trash can. 
He changes out of his birthday clown suit into the form that we'll see him the rest, which is that classic clown look. Uh, some hysterical antics from him where he fucking farts and shits his pants and pulls out of his, pulls out his underwear and... Uh, okay, look, that's not the best comedy in the world, but I did laugh when he reaches for the pizza slice and he goes, I hate anchovies. <laughs> he pulls that off and he eats the maggots covered slice. That was that's comedy gold, baby. That's that's a solid joke, but unfortunately you've got fifteen riffs before that that just sort of make you tune out. Wow. I I uh, did uh, the whole skid marks joke to a friend. Okay. And you did <laughs> shit yourself. I to do it. I I had I had an extra pair. I didn't you take gotta them off, commit. But yeah. I reached back and I pulled them out and I was like, oh skid marks. And he didn't laugh. It was really bad. Hey, we're having, he said you shouldn't have actually. This was today at work. Uh, hey, we're having we're having a meeting in here. If you can leave, yeah. please. <laughs> this this was like right after we watched it because I thought that was so funny for some reason. But, uh, he, <laughs> like he did not the office understanding I, I, the reference and still being like, "Please take your spawn spawn references out of here." So I think like, like that's not in Blade, is it? It's going to be an <laughs> HR meeting next week, and there's going to be four slides on s- not bringing extra pair of skid marked underwear to the office. <laughs> but like, I-, I thought for sure he would immediately go, "Oh, like from Spawn, that's hilarious." But he was just like, "What the?" Fuck? And instead, he told HR. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while clowns going on about uh, this whole army thing, and I can't wait for you to be my wait, fucking. Hold on, hold on. How did you make the skid marks? I didn't actually have the skid marks, <laughs> but I, there was there was a fart, and I was planning it all. And I was like, "All right, that's my plan for the night." So I like had it ready to go, and like when it was going to happen, I would make a big deal out of it. So and then you I were would just grab them out for the fart. Yes, <laughs> it was. It, it, I, in my mind, it was going to be the funniest thing that's ever happened. I is mean, that to be made damn. president? Man is that is the title up. of DK's biography? Waiting for the fart. <laughs> Yes, waiting oh, for the fart. Did you, did you prepare by eating like a specific diet that day that you knew you were going to fart? no. I just knew it was going to happen. <laughs> DK is a very farty boy. Biology-based humor. It just works. Apparently it doesn't. Yeah, not on that well, guy. <laughs> I pulled it off, but it did not land. No. Bones so would have got it. I think, I don't know. I don't know if anyone would have appreciated it. I, I was misguided. I think you should have did it tonight at this moment. I thought about it. No, I didn't. No, I, I didn't. I didn't really. Maybe I did. I think in a best case scenario, he's like, great, dude. You shit your pants. <laughs> the bathroom's right there, dude. There's really no way to win, is there? No, I don't think so. No. I mean, any to be fair, anytime someone says, hey, I've got all these skid marks all over my underwear, the first thing that you don't think is that's a hilarious Spawn reference. <laughs> but see, to me, it was. But now it we It would have been will. obvious to anyone. Anyone in the street. Did he you might hear have just about been David? confused by the um, physics of you being able to pull them out like that. They were at the ready. As they well, were kind of right? tucked. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were ready to go. That wasn't, I pulled that off like you wouldn't believe it. I, it was were they, beautiful. Were they in your underwear or were they in like your back pocket? They weren't in the pocket. No, they were in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> to, to preserve the illusion. 
Yeah. Like fucking Daniel Day Lewis did over here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I heard of my left foot, but my left cheek. <laughs> this is ridiculous. There will be skid marks. That's good. That was the good one. I was going to say Daniel Day Pooh but that's good too. <laughs> that's good. I was trying to think of a last of the Mohicans one, but I couldn't. Blast of the Mohicans. Blast of the Mohicans. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> well, wasn't he in a movie called The Boxer? <laughs> the Boxer Brief. Age oh. of Innocence. <laughs> we got to keep sense. grinding. All right. So, uh, this. Another mention here is Al's like, I'm fucking Sorry, dying, dude. That, there's there's, there's got to be one for Link and Lincoln. Abraham Stinkin. There you go. Okay. Now we can move on. We got there. Abraham almost a log. Phantom Thread. <laughs> Phantom Fart. <laughs> Silent but deadly. Am I right? Pull, pull up that website oh. that we're not supposed to use and let's just fuck it. We're going to do this. Let's just. We're going to punch each him, one. We got dude. Yeah, and the thread we... was the last one. Gangs of Poo York. Not yeah, <laughs> Gangs of New York was the one that. Perfect. <laughs> Clown uh, tells Al that uh, his necroplasmic a necroplasmic suit is I just heard like it started in its... Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <sighs> and I heard that uh, they really got along with Cameron P.S. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did you say like P.S.? P.S. Or did you say P.S.? P.S. So it was ass. It's a twofer. Okay. It's a twofer. <laughs> a twofer. <laughs> this will never stop. <sighs> All right, we're ready, Bones. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you you can feel free to throw one in, Bones. Yeah, let one rip. <laughs> Are we good? Has everybody got it out of their fucking system? <laughs> Yes. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. I don't care. I loved it. It was great. The bummer was that there was just so many going on. (laughs) As soon as you said it. (laughs) I was almost a spit take. Thank you. (laughs) Fucking AI wouldn't have this problem. AI would just move on. Okay. I'm sorry. For real. I'm done. I really don't care. Out. Al's taken to his gravesite by Clown. Al can't believe it, but uh, he's way ahead of Al. He fucking... I'm so conscious of every word that I say now. I can't. I'm trying not to look at Dan. <laughs> Kron, you watch, what episodes of the animated series? Did you watch the first two from uh, season one? Yeah, one and two. I thought the grave shit whenever they did the, on the animated season was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like when he that, opens it and he's talking to himself and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything uh, in the animated series is better than this movie. <laughs> every decision, every small detail. 
It's just a bummer of a cliffhanger, though. Which, what, at the end of three? Yeah, the end, the end of three, three ends on a massive cliffhanger, and I, I considered trying to scour the internet and see if somebody has like a reading guide where maybe you could pick up the comics sort of knowing what you know with the first three seasons to see if that story sort of continues over. Because um, it really was that good. Like I said, I I binged it in the last two weeks. So, all right. What's cool here is Clown's ahead of Al. He produces a shovel. Let's Al fucking dig up his body. But the real fun stuff here is that while all this is going on, there are some fucking punkers, some weekend Satanists trying to uh, perform a ceremony. They're arguing with each other. One of them says, I told you we should have watched The Exorcist, which does seem like a lame sort of reference to kind of throw out to like a 12-year-old at the time. Like they might get that. I feel like this movie makes several references to much better movies. Yeah. During <laughs> Which is not time, a good sign, so. right? Yeah. That's why I try not to talk about Comedy Bang Bang on this show. You know, it's like usually indicates you're less than. Mm. I see George's eyes just scouring Daniel Day Lewis's filmography <laughs> no, right now. I'm he's, done. Like, he's like, I'm there's one here left. Being a good boy. He's like, bring it up. He's like Jack and Rose, the nine. How do I? What? I've already used up all of the Daniel Day Lewis movies that I know. Empty your pockets, George. Empty your pockets. Any more fart jokes? You're the one bringing it up. Now, forgive me. Somebody said the Poosable, right? Uh, In the name of the farter. Okay, yes. Here we go. We're back. Fire back up. (laughs) That's a 360. All right. All right. In this flashback, we see, uh, we cut to that night that that Al was murdered and laid out in front of Malbolgia. And in his Dr. Claw voice, Malbolgia says, This is the bargain. If you lead my army, you can see Wanda again. What is your answer? And Al's is better than the one in the movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Truly. Shit. Thank you. I don't want to fucking see you, Spawn. You... I'm not doing a one sex. <laughs> you crispy right. motherfucker. Al's standing among the hordes like we talked about, the fucking copy and pasted grouping. And uh, yeah, Kron's doing it now. It's groundbreaking VFX, guys. Accept it. And without thinking, Al's just like, yeah, fuck it. Anything for Wanda. If you fail me, you will die. He's already Avenge dead. your murder. Dumbass. Kill Moron. Jason Wynn. Again, goes back. The only thing I can think, and we'll, we'll talk about this, the plot within the plot here as we, as we get going. So, but we flash back to the alley and Clown explains that he and Malboja have spent over five years preparing the earth for Al's return. And that uh, Terry and Wanda have been banging. It is funny that they're like, we've been at this for five years. <laughs> it's not like they, the way that they set it up, you expect them to be like, we've been waiting for you for a millennia. It's like, no, mm-hmm. five years. Five years. <laughs> All right. So uh, another flashback. Oh, so in this, like uh, he freaks out he when he bar- he 
finds his body and he pulls up a necklace that we see given to him by Wanda in flashback. Again, I'm guessing this is probably something that was cut and trimmed down. So we're supposed to have an emotional attachment to this necklace, but has the lady ever given any of you guys a necklace? Uh, my grandmother bought me a Star of David when I turned 13. Does that count? It was I mean, it's a grandmother. I'm like, like a wife. A romantic. My wife, my wife would never buy gesture. me a necklace, I don't think. You need to be a very specific kind of person. And that you know, is a jewelry received. wearer. Yeah. Rings, sure, I got rings. But no, never a necklace. It's weird. For me, anyway. Sorry to any necklace wearers out there. No. No offense. Uh, and Al Simmons is coming yeah. for your fucking neck right now. <laughs> Al, Al can pull off a locket, though. Which is what this is, right? That's the word for it, where it's got a little photo inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cron, you got a necklace? I have I have two rings and a watch. That's all the jewelry that I own. I don't even have a ring. Well, because you keep... You, you sit there throwing them on the ground drinking, and shattering. Bounce them. them on the concrete. Don't tell me that it's tungsten and it's not tungsten. That's a fucking lie by fucking big business. By, by big tungsten. <laughs> We're like yeah. tongue's done. Yeah, tungsten done. check out. <sighs> and I am done. Yeah, I, I think it was tungsten checks in. No, that was no. <laughs> Tungsten checks out. It, I think it, no. DK and right. I Tungsten probably check out. had okay. the same amount of uh, Dunstan checks in references growing up. <laughs> Thanks to our Christian names. Guys, you got to go with these silicone rings, by the way. Fucking, you don't want to be Jimmy Fallon. Right. I'm in triple the what? danger of that. Did he get yeah, his Yeah, I do want to a... show up drunk to work. Did he get his finger ripped off in like a yeah, leaf fresher or something? He got degloved, falling through a fucking table. I mean, and that's the most badass thing Jimmy Fallon will ever do. <laughs> no, it is not badass because badass. he was fucking drunk and uh, stumbling like a fool. He did it to himself. And the only thing less cool than doing it to yourself is <laughs> is doing it to yourself while you're drunk. Public service also being events. like sort of toxic <laughs> and shit to your fucking writers. The more so you know. Goddamn George. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in Al's freak out, the little punk Satanists, they come over to investigate whether or not that uh, Al and Clown were sent by Satan. One of them is, again, rude. I'm like, what the fuck is up with your face, dude? And Al instinctually says, get your fucking hands off me throws the Satanist across the fucking graveyard and his necroflesh armor finally appears. Clown's like, this is fucking great, man. You've gone from like larval stage to full-blown hell spawn in you record time. Up. And he takes that shovel and he knights Al as spawn, general of hell's armies. Arise, your crispness. Arise, Duke of Deep Fried. Sultan of Sizzlin'. Amir of Ooey Gooey. Real, How was uh, that different than what we were doing with the Daniel Day-Lewis thing? <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, so we should have a movie, is what I'm saying. Yeah, we're at least as cool as John Leguizamo. <laughs> <laughs> with our powers combined. Five for one, New Line. <laughs> Five for one. 
And it does have to be an extra sequel if I'm going to be involved in New Line. <laughs> I think we could take Friday the 13th. Yeah, I'd, I'd do a Freddy. I mean, why not? I would love to do a Freddy. Let's do it. All right, I'm convinced. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll take it, New Line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just send us a check. All right, one last teleport back to the alley. And here, uh, like George pointed out before, Clown basically threatens Spawn. Says, uh, fucking play ball or I'll kill you. And I can do that by cutting off your head. That'll send you back to hell. Those are the rules set up. And uh, before taking off, like George again also said, takes a piece of garbage pizza. Spawn freaks out with his new powers. He kicks through a wall, punches a dumpster. Our old man shows up, and he introduces himself as Cogliostro, a former uh, uh, an assassin like Al. And uh, again, kind of tells Al to kind of fall in line, but the important part here is we see that Cogliostro reveals like this lame-ass fucking blade from his hand. Also, Cogliostro glows like a fucking NPC in a video game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means you can interact with him. My hand is a sword. <laughs> a real person. Back at A6HQ, Wynn is watching a newscast, and uh, Terry drops in. He's got some bullshit on the news that he's spewing on behalf of Wynn. Priest is hanging out. She is looking. the lamestream media. Mm-hmm. I felt that was important enough to interject with. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. It's good. So good it didn't require any response. Yep. Perfect and joke. That's and what really made me feel good about it. <laughs> Fucking media, man. So in this scene, this is why we figure out why Wynn needs Priest around. Because he needs somebody to dump exposition to. And there's nobody as evil around that he can like reveal his fucking kick-ass plans because he boots up a CD-ROM and he starts fucking bragging about his newly perfected chemical weapon. I mean, it's a mini disc, well, just to be clear. Did he have to beat Scream 2 first to get there? Oh. I, fucking Jason cool Witte used cheat codes, dude. <laughs> Finally, Wynn is going to get the world domination that he's dreamed of. Outside, we see our first reveal of Spawn's Shroud, finally, as he infiltrates the A6 weapons cache. Did you guys hear about the, uh, yeah, the shroud, how he could actually use that to make a penis? Oh, that's Mm -hmm. interesting. That's just something that I heard about. Well, you did, you watched the director's cut, does he? Yeah, it's in there. Okay. Did they show, director's uncut, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Talking circumcision. (laughs) Is it still red? And clothy. <laughs> Here you go again talking about fucking cloth, dude. I think it perfectly replicates a penis. It yeah, has but that is it power. red and cloth? No. Bamboo and cloth? What is it, bamboo? <laughs> Never mind. But it's like, it's like I understand what Dan is saying. He's saying that like at its core, no matter how it's replicating the texture and look of a penis, is it at its core still red cloth? That's a good question. Is the image of a pipe actually a pipe, or is it an image of a pipe? Can a lady tell? Is it ribbed for her pleasure? Why is he not improving upon the design of the penis with the shroud? Yeah, why not make it better? There isn't 
an atom in a shroud or a dick that wasn't forged in the fire of the sun. So does it matter? That sounds really deep. So true. Much to consider. It's all molecules, baby. Yeah. I don't know. You get hell involved. Are the rules different? Well, that's what I was going to say. It's magic. Mm. That's the excuse. That's the answer. It's magic. Hey, I have always been told by my church that anything is possible through the powers of hell. A wizard did it. The dick thing. I've actually just heard that magic is just science we don't understand yet. So I hope one day to get a shroud penis of my own. Yeah. Fuck, dude. If I watched The Exorcist, would I learn how to turn my shroud into a penis? It's kind of just talked about. Pretty likely. It's not... It's the kind of thing where you have to, like, pick up the pieces of what they're saying and then run the last ten yards with it. Mm -hmm. Your mother sucks shrouds in hell. (laughs) That's right. Have you have you not seen The Exorcist? I just want to get. I have seen it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I watched it for the first time all the way through last Halloween. Okay. Which is informed this year's Halloween viewings. Uh, uh, it was not allowed to get scarier than The Pope's Exorcist, which, by the way, that's a fucking fun movie. Fun, fun. movie. That's, fun. that's, a, that's a fun movie. Everyone is talking about The Pope's Exorcist. It's on everybody's lips. Mamma Mia. Mm. I have not seen Mamma Mia though. That's also good. Seen the first one. I don't think I've seen the others. All right, Terry comes uh, in to There's pick only up. two of them, sadly. Damn. <laughs> I thought there was three. Maybe I'm thinking Big Fat Greek Wedding. That yeah, a third know. one of those did just come out, yes. The world needed it. We and gotta it, heal. We let me gotta just say, heal. that is a good-looking poster, and it is not obviously Photoshopped, and I believe those people have been in the same room together. <laughs> in Greece? Wherever, dude. <laughs> All <laughs> over the place. <clears throat> Terry shows it, up. He's picking up when we gotta go. We gotta keep grinding. I was gonna make a 007 thing. Well, okay. Okay. Too bad. bad. Too well, bad. Then I'll stop for that. No, you have the floor, fucker. No, I don't know anything about two zeros and a seven. I, sorry. Okay. All right. Terry's there to pick up Wynn for a gala event, but beforehand he starts asking Wynn, like, hey, could I throw a team together and start analyzing some of the data because uh, our all of our fucking ops keep going wrong? A little threatening here with Wynn, basically asking about Cyan and Wanda. And Terry, he notices a mini-disc labeled Special Ops. <laughs> And that would that would definitely stand out in this office. Secret, don't watch. He should have labeled it homework. No one would ever check that. <laughs> All right, we're at the gala. Wynn is uh, schmoozing with some sultans. Hold and some... up. I cannot believe that you just skipped the best part of the whole movie. And that is the clear homage to Citizen Kane. And I have always said that Spawn is the Citizen Kane of movies. When they do this cape transition Citizen Kane with then? a huge noise and 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 it they're making sure you're awake. This is the screeching parrot of comic book movies. It's an incredible transition. It only happens the one time. They say thirty eight minutes in, we gotta make sure we're not fucking losing these people. Send in the cape. Whoosh. 
Thank Knock you, you right out of your fucking seat, dog. Thank you, George. <laughs> You're telling me we we're only 38 minutes into this. It's been an hour and 53 minutes. <laughs> I am telling you that because I did clock how long into it that transition happened. <laughs> Did you guys this, notice the gal at the gala? There's a lady whose dress is like the Green Ranger. <laughs> yeah, did you was see she, that? Yes. Was she? I didn't. Was she a caterer or something, or was she a? Yeah, I think she was guest. like a server. Okay. I think she serves a uh, Zordon. <laughs> <laughs> I heard she calls her friends on the little flute sword. Yeah. For sure, we need oh, more I, olives out here. I did see <laughs> that. I remember. that. I have no fucking idea where I'm at. And that's All the right, third so time we at, see the shrub. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Jason's telling uh, some guys about nanotechnology. That's what's going to make this fucking bioweapon the bee's knees. And uh, Terry gets a call from some other people saying that there was a break-in at A6, specifically the armory. So he warns Wynn. says, uh, hey, Priest is on the way priest comes in uh so her her outfits just get progressively more comic booky i guess as she rises in the ranks because she shows up in super super skin tight uh like a onesie with her titties hanging out and they give her this fucking hero shot as she walks in hell yeah i mean she does another sick flip Matt and a huge puff, like huge drag on the cigarette. That's how you, you know she's a bad guy because she can hold a lot of smoke. <laughs> Good guys can only hold a mm-hmm. little bit of smoke. So she's there to protect Wynn because they don't know what's going on. But Al pops in, baby, full spawn. This is your the first of the comic shots here as he pops in through the uh, the the roof glass. And now she's gonna catch this smoke. You better believe it, dude. The first time I saw this movie, when this happened, it took my breath away. Like, that was the moment when I was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, the cape, the glass, and then the They ensuing... finally got Spawn right! <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but that, that was what I had signed up for when I bought the ticket, and they gave it to me at that yeah. moment. And I was, hey, baby. It was amazing pay, to me. You pay for the ticket, you take that ride. The, the framing on it is perfect. The scope yeah. of it is great. And quite honestly... I would say that this shot and some of the shots when we first see Violator aren't that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there it, was a moment, uh, especially in the alleyway, instead of a CGI environment for Violator, where I dare to say that the CGI verged on good. <laughs> yes. And, I would agree. Yeah. And whenever you get to see the Violator puppet, it's kind of nice, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The animatronic or whatever that they had for that. But anyway, uh, there's... This is the, the, the fucking face-to-face. So Spawn grabs Wynn and references, like, what, you don't recognize your dirty work. Wynn realizes that this is Al Simmons. He throws Wynn across the room. He grabs Terry. He's like, how the fuck could you bang my chick, dude? <coughs> and Terry's like, man, you were fucking dead. She was in a lot of fucking uh, emotional distress, and I was there. I monster balled her, okay? It's, it, she wanted me to make her feel good. You know, DMX's real name was Earl Simmons. What if he was... What if it was Earl Simmons instead of Al Simmons? Goddamn Oscars. 
You think this is a game? Where my hell dog's at? Fuck what you heard. It's what you're hearing. Listen. Mm-hmm. Just people riding fucking four-wheelers through Rat City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hell yeah. That Stop. happens That happens with or without DMX. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, when sees pre, uh, Priest run in, he's like, that's fucking Al Simmons. She's confused as shit. She's uh, walking around. She's got, like, two machine guns. What, She's trying mean, to fight You mean him. the guy gooed in North Korea? Yeah, how's he back? <laughs> uh, pretty unceremo- uh, unceremoniously killed here. Uh, she tries to kick Al in the nuts, and his suit has, like, a cool belt thing that comes out and protects his nards. Which is it's insane. Yes. Um, I have another nice thing to say about the movie. Okay. <clears throat> and it's that I like the look of the guns. I think that they do a good job of capturing the image style of these big blocky guns that look absurd, but also still kind of within the scope of what a gun might be. Totally. Uh, Wind's I, gun in the end is like cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did a good job with those too. But the dick defense belt. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good Incredible. for sure. Yeah. So, this goes back. Spawn still has nuts? I don't know. I don't know what's going on down there, dude. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe she would have kicked him. Look, Maybe she would have kicked him and nothing would have happened. What, what's it protecting? That's. I mean, it's a normal suit still. It's for a guy who does have nuts. Uh, this, and this is necroflexion. Just protecting general dignity? <laughs> You're not and also, they know, they know that that's a prime target for people who don't know about his charred off groin general dignity he was one of the targets of the general of the dignity movie. sir <laughs> charred off groin sounds like a french like dinner thing yeah that's right i think i'll have the charred off groin is that how you pronounce it oh is it charred off groin choice magnifique i love the charred off groin it's the chef special it's like mom used to make that's right. Now, the people that come to try the beef bourguignon, I said, no, you have to get the chart off groin. Oh, you must have the chart off groin. <laughs> oh, it pairs so nice with the white Zinfandel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some more security shows up. Al gets blown out a window. He's free falling, but. Uh, Tom Petty with- style. Mm hmm. <laughs> With instinct, his chest chains pop out. They grab onto the building. They save him. Then his hand morphs into this like fucking weird suction cup thing. I never understood that. What is that for? That's also Tom Petty style. <laughs> suction cup hands. Yeah. That's what kept and him the chains and the chains stopping him. That's how he plays that guitar so good. <laughs> That's right. He's the one who did that riff at the beginning. It makes sense now. All right, he starts climbing up this building. More fucking police and security show up. They've got lights up on the building. They start shooting at Spawn. Uh, he's crawling across some ledges, and then uh, his shroud kind of camouflages him. He sort of blends in with one of the pillars. He's sort of hidden. Everybody's yeah, like, I think on f- the director's cut, it turned into a giant dick first, but then mm-hmm. it realized and then did the wall. <laughs> That's right. I heard it was killer to pillar status. <laughs> That's no... just what I heard. I'm sorry. That's just what I heard. 
There's a weird part in here where it's like all the cops that run in, they, it looks like they have like M16s, but there's a brief shot where one guy has like a white, it, it's like rifle core, like the yeah. thing that you would like carry on your shoulder, <laughs> like, some, like just to march and shit. Yeah, some like J-O-R-T-C shit in like yeah. high school. Yeah, that guy, they don't trust him yet. Maybe I they were this, not. they might have been like the ceremonial security at the gala, you know? So why is he out there then? <laughs> Target. All hands every, on deck. Every bro. person who gets hit is you not getting hit. Intimidation. Yeah. I mean, do you want it to be a cop? You cop, get out there. <laughs> Those are three great reasons, Crom. <laughs> you got me. All right. So the camouflage defense works for a second, but uh as he starts to progress more on the building, the fucking weak architecture of this thing, this ledge gives out. And uh, the cops start shooting again. He falls off the building, and his shroud activates floaty powers, and Spawn flies away. I think it's a really bad decision that they make him have to say, "Activate floaty powers." <laughs> that was it. Makes him seem silly. Yeah, it took me out. But it's this for, movie. Yeah. it's it's this for the idiots. It's like, for the what idiots. Are we doing here? Yeah. Uh-huh. I liked it as a kid, but like as an adult, I was like. I don't know about that. Floaty power? Like, you can't mm. come up with even a cool name for it? And it's like the way he says it. Yeah. He has to, like, think of it. He's like, activate floaty powers. Well, they, like, I- they recorded Go-Go Gadget floaty powers, and they were like, no, nah, we're going to get into a rights issue. So Right. They had it, and then they found out about the show. Yeah. And they were like, fuck. Also, those chains real close to nipple. Like, they were, like, real close. I think the Do you think that's nipples. an accident? I think they are nipples. <laughs> I paused and I was like, "Look, that when was took Batman me out of it." <laughs> I was like, "But I know on the show that I am going to make, you know, like seven Daniel Day Lewis fart jokes." <laughs> you knew that but would this, happen. But this is just no. no. This is a, a bridge too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a broken ledge too far. Mm-hmm. We see uh, wind get sad as the medics put poor priest's dead body into what looks like a cryo casket I'm guessing that the only thing I can think is that they were doing everything they could to set up Priest's resurrection in the inevitable sequel Mm. Mm -hmm. for sure so as her body's carted away Wynn hears that uh, somebody's like fucking calling for him and it's Clown he shows up and they start whispering in between the fucking EMS vehicles and uh, Clown asks about Heat 16. Wins like, it's all fucking, I got it. It's done. It's, it's, it's figured out. But you, why the fuck didn't you tell me about Simmons? Clown's like, it's not your fucking problem, okay? And bef- but before he takes off, he says, all right, from uh, Brimstone Breath, new orders. We're putting a heart monitor in your chest. It's a defense mechanism. An insurance policy. If anything happens to you, Heat 16 is released. Wynn loves this idea. Clown takes off with a few street women. We see Wanda giving a speech about all of the, the diseases and things that have increased since the uh, viral attack in North Korea five years ago. Al's watching from a ledge. He hides in the hallways. He kind of sneaks away. He sees that Cyan is out playing with Spaz. Cyan, like kids do, fell, falls over, starts whining. Al approaches tries to fucking console her and then again another person rude about Al's face 
but she's sweet about it because she touches it and says, cool. Clown is watching up in the uh, rafters of this gym that they're in, and he's dressed as a cheerleader. And this, to me, is all Leguizamo, right? This is a this is his pitch. Yeah, I, I, I want to. This be was his audition scene. Like yeah, <laughs> he had that uh, that outfit ready to go. Mm-hmm. So we get a yeah. It's like thirty seconds of Clown doing a cheer, and then he's pulled down to hell, and he's yelled at by a mind blowing Malboja. I think anybody from Marvel watched this and was like, yeah, we could do Deadpool. <laughs> like, you think maybe that that was a little bit of inspiration of like, yeah, we could, this we could do a rated R. This movie should inspire confidence at any level. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. I guess. All right. And the final thing before we go on a break, we see that uh, Terry shows up in a panic to pick up Wanda and Cyan. But unfortunately, they leave Spaz behind. Terry's excuse, hey, Spaz knows the way home better than we do. But what we see is that Spaz is refusing to leave Al's side. But it is time for us to leave and pee. And we'll be back. All right, welcome back. We're in Rat City. We see our cool little kid, Zach, He's eating from a dumpster with his old man. His dad starts giving him shit for spitting out perfectly good dumpster food. He's about to strike Zack when Spawn intervenes, throws the dad across the alley. He's getting ready to stab him with his cool fucking spiky fist. What if Zach. Spawn just would have slapped the fuck out of that kid? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right, Dad. No one is safe from Spawn. <laughs> Quit being a little fucking bitch, boy. Waste not, want not. Yeah. I would have killed for dumpster food like this. <laughs> Look at my fucking face. You know what we eat in hell? Fire. And it's served cold. Sucks. <laughs> All right, this whole scene with them walking around in this alley is intercut with Jason's heart operation. Clown shows up to antagonize Al. Al fights back, and guys, we finally get to see what Clown really is. He's not the victimizer or the vibrator. He is the violator. He's 20 feet tall. He looks fucking awesome. Everybody knows the look of the violator. Um, it wasn't until the cartoon that I figured out like the the profile of the violator kind of kneeling fits in Clown's profile. I think that's a cool overlay, like the idea that he's smashed in that form. Um, I'm assuming McFarlane thought that out. I don't know. But uh, it doesn't look bad. In comparison to the other VFX, like we talked about, this fight scene on this roof with Violator is is actually pretty good. There's some actual like practical effects that look pretty pretty good. Yeah. So this fight starts at the top of the the church. Uh, they go down into the alley. Uh, Violator falls and is paled by some sort of electrical junction box. Um, speaking of Zach's dad, Violator picks him up, squeezes the shit out of him, throws him into some more garbage. So twice in 20 minutes, this guy's been thrown across the alley. It's a get great the, place to be. Get out of the alley, dude. Great <laughs> shit going to be. down. Yeah. 
It's little, Rat City, Crone. Come on. Yeah. A little cat and mouse here is Violator, being 20 feet tall, is actually really sneaky. And Spawn just having guns, not, you know, he's, he's not, he hasn't mastered his necro flesh yet, guys. Okay. So Violator sneaks up on him, grabs him, and then throws him into the spikes, the top of an iron fence. And Al's stuck there, almost crucified and impaled on this thing. Clown returns to clown form and says, I could have fucking killed you, all right? And uh, you either kill Wynn or I'll violate Wanda. Didn't the same thing happen to Arnold in End of Days? Like impaled by the fence? Or maybe he did that to somebody. Oh, Isn't there a guy, and there was then a guy that, on the ceiling? And then that clown threatens him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he You're a fucking clown boy there. compared to me. <laughs> a choir boy. Cagliostro, he shows up. He helps spawn off the fence. And we see Terry uh, sneaking around Wynn's computer, downloading secure files. He's downloading some other shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> he snuck some on there. Jenny McCarthy's Playboy. You think that's what Wynn's in? It was 1997. That's, that's pretty God. basic <laughs> shit, though, for Wynn. He's into, like, fucking <laughs> spider manga or some shit. All right, our 500-year-old assassin is, he's probably actually older than that, right? Is he 1,500? He's walking. He's actually a real person from the 1700s, I think, but he's, is what he's. I think in the comics, he's later revealed to be much older. Okay. I also, in some little spawn history, I think he eventually becomes like a bad guy. Like he gets tainted again and becomes like a, a foil yep. to him. I believe that's true. Okay. Kind of like the ultimate villain, I, I, if I remember right. Okay. Dan, you were talking about Spawn, right? When you were saying he's a real guy from the 1700s? Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah. open a history book, dipshits yeah, out there. <laughs> oh, the I'm in our go to school at? Yeah, oh. yeah, I, was, I got it. I agree that it was about Spawn. <laughs> Thought we were right. dogpiling George there for a second. No, uh, I'm undogpilable. Eh, we'll see. I'm, Pod I'm slam famously, 2024. Famously rubber, and actually, y'all are glue. Shit. <laughs> God, Terrible way to learn God this information. <laughs> He's a fucking smart guy. This guy. God damn it! Sneaky fucker. Undogpilable. Al's getting ready to uh, load up with weapons and, and That should go. be on your shirt. <laughs> you can get that on the back of your XFL jersey. <laughs> you just, yeah, you're just inviting in, a fucking it's dog It's in quotes file. in between my first and last name. What is the Philadelphia <laughs> XFL team? The Soul? The Soul is the... Arena football team. Is that true? I, f- I feel like that's... N- I know that the Soul is a team here, but I feel like it was lacrosse? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Impossible to know, sadly. No way to look it up. Undogpilable. Undogpilable. Unasjeevesable. That's right. Training montage, dudes. Finally. Cagliostro's... Gonna tell Al how to finally use all these necro powers. All right, you got fucking trillions of neural connectors to this thing. You've just been using 
instinct. It's time to fucking control it. You got to visualize your targets, all right? Uh, the big standout thing here is uh, the bottle toss and the fucking chain attack. I'm pretty sure that was in the trailer. This, so. scene, this scene is just a little crazy because uh, whatever his name, Cogliostra or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, hey, if you just think about it, you can control your suit. And then in real time, he's like, all right, I've mastered it. It's like four and a oh, half minutes. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I didn't mean that. He goes from like not knowing anything to being a master of the suit in almost no time at all. When do you dudes have those fucking chains out like all the goddamn fucking, like at work and shit? Like, oh shit, yeah, I gotta go over the printer. Like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Watch out, Debbie. Oh, you mean like Mr. Fantastic in the lab? Just yeah, you just you're in one spot and your chains are doing everything. Fuck yeah, my shit would be out all the time. Yeah, uh, I'll say this: if I was Spawn, I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> I would do what he does. I just sit around. <laughs> and on top of a church? Nah, not a church. In the rain? Nah. Actually, you know what? If I had these powers, I'd be making my shroud make me look like fucking famous people, and I'd go live right. What does that mean? Elaborate. I'd rather not. The benefit you is you could see what all their dongs look like because your cape will perfectly form them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to see what you would look like as Leonardo DiCaprio. I'd be a better actor. That's for sure. Wow. Uh, the, uh, the wolf There's of, a line, dude. The Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> oh, all right. Here we go. Bas- basketball diarrheas. <laughs> Marvin's plume. <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon, but moon like a butt. <laughs> That's in the title. <laughs> Like a butt. <laughs> uh, Shitter Island. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Encraption? Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know, the Defarted. The Defarted. <laughs> I was trying to think of one for the beach. The, scre- the streak? The Romeo and Juliet. Puliet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, Romeo plus Puliet. Right. What? What's eating Gilbert Goop? Once a poon a oh. time in Hollywood. Once what's a poon a time? Yeah. Wait, what? Okay. Yeah. Once once a poon a time in Hollywood. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think we'll beat Shitter Island or Defarted because no. Defarted you're changing a letter and that's that's good. Yeah. You threw it out there like you didn't like it, but that's good. <laughs> I think Shitter Island wins. We all, we're all the winners here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Real throwaway line here for the audience because Cagliostro says, uh, by the way, your cape has its own powers. Don't even try. <laughs> and uh, So even though he can fucking fly, he still f- sees the need to steal a poor man's motorcycle. And uh, he tells Zach to find Spaz. Very Not important. even a cool looking motorcycle. 
The guy was inside drinking at a bar. Uh, I think Spawn saved a life that night. <laughs> he could have been the DD. Yeah, that means that means he's going to drink more now, Kron. Oh, he and probably <laughs> get on well, the back. Fine. He'll of... get a cab home. <laughs> sure. Why not? All right, and even though that this is a supernatural fucking comic book movie, it's still the 90s, dude, and we're getting a motorcycle action scene because as Al is cruising towards Wanda's house, Clown shows up in a uh, tanker truck full of necro goo, uh, dropping some serious Leguizamo riffs here as he's driving along. And the, the big takeaway here is, or the, cool like trailer shot was uh the cape turning into like a wedge as clown drives the truck into him and it explodes and then clown which i think is kind of funny flying into the air yes in, into frame and just slightly says like see at wanda's i do enjoy that the chase itself is totally unnecessary but i'll forgive it for that I think they land the like trucker hat here that he's wearing. Yeah. It's like right on. Uh, we had that Citizen Kane thing earlier, but he does say the line, I love the smell of asphalt in the morning during this chase. So another reference to a much better movie than <laughs> Spawn. Maybe All a right. reference to an actor that's in this movie, Karan. The man himself. Martin Sheen. He was in Apocalypse Now? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Whoa. And now he's doing the spoonerism of Martin Sheen. Sartan Mean. Sartan Mean. Sartan Mean. (laughs) That's beautiful. That's a little gift. A little gift. And George missed it. Sartan Mean. I think George went to go hack up that lunchable Don't call steady. this out. George is still here. Yeah, I'm still here, guys. <laughs> George, what's the next movie on Best Little yeah. Horror House in Philly? Uh, we're doing... Uh, uh, well, he's been doing like so much non... George, you've been doing so much non-horror stuff lately. Cinderella! Oh, thank you. Thank you, George. <laughs> Cinderella. <laughs> Releasing October 31st. Cinderella. But it's from the perspective of the stepmother. It is a horror movie. Also, I, I want to apologize. That's not George's voice. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> we know. That was you in a shroud. That's right. Trying to make it look bigger. Mm-hmm. All right. We're at Wanda's, guys. We have 20 minutes left in this runtime. We are going to crank this out. Because Terry is at the house. He's it's ha- time to turn it up on five-day rentals. I'm glad you interrupted <laughs> Bones's race through the plot for that. Cron, I said it was time to turn it up. Shut the fuck up. Hyperspeed. From the CD-ROM, Terry, he now knows everything about Heat 16. He's got him. Okay. He, uh... Does a pretty cool '90s FaceTime. It's incredible internet quality. Yeah, with the reporter tells her he's sending over all the evidence. She's gonna get this shit on tonight's news. They're gonna blow this thing wide open. 
Wanda is having a dream about burnt up Al, but she's awoken by a thirsty child. Guys, does this really happen? Do your kids just, I'm thirsty, and wake you up in the middle of the night? Do they not know where water is? Or they just throw up in the middle of the night. (laughs) In the bed every time. Going to your room through the house, yeah. Oh, no, Zora won't even get out of bed. It's either in the bed or it's like on the floor next to the bed. Halen will, it's on the door. It's on the hallway wall. It's on the carpet to the room. And then, yeah. So you throw saying, up at the like weirdest fucking times. Yeah. Hard, hardwood floors with children then, right? Yeah. I was once recording a video for something, and I have still have this. She had just gone to bed, and I'm recording this video. And in the background, you hear heavy slapping and chunks hitting wood. And then... <laughs> And you hear like, oh! <laughs> and I get up and I'm like, what the hell's going on? And she's like, I puked. It's great. Kids. Kids. Man. And and that's the take you used? It's in there. <laughs> George, uh, I, the listener knows you've been here the entire time. Right. But just to remind you. Right. Uh, we're, we're talking about the part where Terry is... FaceTiming with a reporter because right. he's he's got all the info on Heat 16. And Cyan wakes up Wanda because she's thirsty. But uh, they both come into oh. Terry's office. I froze up. Mom, I froze up. And we're definitely looking forward to next week's best little whorehouse in Philly of Cinderella. Oh, no, that's on October. That's on October. Oh, that's October. October. It's October. It's Halloween. It's Halloween special. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. shit. Sorry. We appreciate your work on that, George. Yeah, my pleasure. Terrifying movie. What else is there to say, right? Yeah. (laughs) Best horror movie ever made. Right. You'll hear all about it on Halloween. Tune in. Wanda and Cyan, they're led into Terry's office at gunpoint by none other than fucking Jason Wynn. I thought he was going to say Voorhees. (laughs) Jason with a gun? Oh, my God. We got to do it. Damn, if Jason walked in... Like Jason Voorhees walked in, and he was like, "By the way, it's been me all along. It's me, Jason <laughs> Voorhees, and this is how I sound. <laughs> I, I never talked. <laughs> That's the reveal. Yeah, I mean, this takes place after Jason Nine, where I went to hell, and it turns out I am I, now the general of Hell's Army. I mean, after like the last few Jason entries, would you actually be surprised?" <laughs> If that's what happened. <laughs> I would not be surprised and also would maybe like it. <laughs> I I love I'd watch it. My brain immediately went to that voice like of Jason being like a New York mechanic. Like <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Hey, just by the way, your fucking your Buick's leaking oil. I noticed <laughs> it on the driveway on the way in. Hey, when I took Manhattan, I didn't know I was going to have to take the subway. (laughs) So much rats here. What do we call this? Rat City? God, we have so much IP for New Line. (laughs) Hit us up. The phones are open, New Line. Poo Line, that's all I'm saying. Poo Line. It's not just wind, though, that holds the family hostage because Clown busts in. And thank God, because Johnny Johnny Legs put some fucking energy into this scene. You cannot have 
fucking Terry, Wanda, and Cyan for, <laughs> for too long. Uh, yes, you could say you can't tarry there too long. I wonder what is going to happen next. Nice. Really nice. When will this be over? Okay. He's he's there too. Yes. I'm saying the light at the end of the Two tunnel. Two jokes of the night. All right, my favorite part here is when Clown busts in, little Cyan goes, hey, you were at my birthday party. <laughs> and Clown's a, uh, no, duh, which I really love. Uh, I don't know why that was so funny. Like, I, Maybe because it's like the only time the kid has like had her bullshit sort of answered <laughs> with like, oh, your face is all fucked up. Mom, I want some water. Like, you know. I like when somebody fucking calls a kid on their bullshit. Right? Yeah, those are the same. <laughs> Your yeah. face is all mm. fucked up, and I want some water. They're both Sh- annoying. Ah, shut up. You don't They're- get water after eight. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Intermittent <laughs> fasting. You'll throw water. up at three. <laughs> Clown reports to win. Spawn is on his way. You ready to play? Spawn creeps through the house. That rhymed. I don't know if you caught that. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's creeping through. He sees Wanda appear from the fireplace. She's like tied up in this very satanic looking chair contraption thing. Jason's threatening to slice her up if Spawn doesn't commit to joining Hell's army. I thought he already did. Yeah. Yeah. He like signed up. He's got all the uniform and shit, but he hasn't like officially, he hasn't taken the oath. Is that true? I'll is that honest. really what the plan was? I think it's this like, is the point where I was like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on in this movie. <laughs> I think he's allowed to see Wanda again, and then they need him to kill Wynn, right? Like that's yes. the, and then and, he has to lead Hell's army, right? Isn't Wynn like the la- he'll he'll fill up the army by dying? They say something, and I think you're onto that there too. But they say something in that making of documentary where it's like. He has to commit one like foul act or something that cements his place as the like he's evil enough to lead the. Right. Own. the I think CIA that's something wrong with yeah. yeah. If if he takes the bait and kills Win, who I and well, it's Win's got the pacemaker thing. Right. So if if it releases the toxin, it'll kill a shitload of people. That's definitely clown's plan. Is that also the devil's plan? Yes. Yeah, to like fill up Hell's army even. But more. I thought that the clown was also betraying the devil at some point. Did that not happen? Did I make that up? Would it be nice if this was made clear? The devil can't even close his mouth. I, have I know that's true. Yeah, how hard can it be to get one past him? <laughs> I'm not going to try to defend the logic of it, but the reveal that he has the pacemaker should happen sooner. Because then Spawn making the choice to, I'm going to kill this guy for revenge. And it leads to this mass death is said decision. And it's made even worse by how fucking lame he solves this problem. But that, not to say that the movie is clear 90% of the time, but the continual inception of the plot of this guy's got to kill this guy to do this to this guy does seem a little like the excuse I was making was they need winds infrastructure to develop all of this stuff, right? Hell's energy is displaced elsewhere, but 
in this ultimate thing, like I, I guess- think you made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was anything about Hell's Energy being displaced elsewhere. He's reading between the lines. Yeah, this is what man. You don't see. This, this is, is all, in the, this this is is in the script. script. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this three times and I read the script. All right. Al, unfortunately, hesitates a little bit here and Wynn stabs Wanda. Al kicks Wynn around the house, but Wynn tells him, uh, hey, dude, I got a fucking failsafe on my heart. And uh, <laughs> Al throws Wynn into the fireplace, lights his little tush on fire. I love kind of funny. this. I love this. Martin Sheen scrambling around. My note just says Spawn lights Wind's butt on fire pretty good. <laughs> I had a fucking disciplinarian daddy. He lit my ass up pretty good. Pretty Mul- good. Multiple times. All right. He's about to. Uh... Hey, I see Bones' dad. He spanks me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm almost 40. Act right, dude. Yeah, show a little respect. Show respect. Let's Take just off say your shoes at the door. Let's just say if I see him in, in a Walmart aisle, I'm dodging to the other one. You gotta quit showing up to their house saying you've been a naughty boy. <laughs> Aren't you going to punish me? What's funny about that is, uh, odds are Dan has seen my dad more times in the last year than I have, just because of their shopping schedules. Just because of punishment, yeah, <laughs> punishment schedule. Yeah, he, yeah, he keeps acting up. Kronstad has two shotguns he comes out with. Wow. Uh, I back up and... Yeah. I I back up. Get the fuck off the property, dude. Well, he puts one shotgun in the barrel of another shotgun. It's really (laughs) crazy. Like, he extends the range. kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good idea. Why didn't they ever think about making a long shotgun? That's so much smarter than a sawn-off one. Well, a sawing off, it, that's for portability and shit. I mean, you can hide that no, anywhere. No, no. Take need, on an you airplane. Need to get these, you need to get these long ones. <laughs> yeah, this is my airplane shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be in the woods. I don't want that. I'm doing, I'm doing long barrel shotguns, double length only from now on. If your shotgun is unable to fit in the overhead compartment or under the seat in front of you, please let a flight attendant know and we will check. Well, I guess I'm driving. <laughs> this is why everybody hates fucking flying. Sir, you, you always had that they option. They nickel and dime you to death about these shotguns. <laughs> I'm going to fucking blow this flight attendant away. It's stewardess, sir. That's what she's up. Went the wrong way. It's did (laughs) stewardess would be the bad one. (laughs) Ah shit! Bones only flies on like a 1950s themed airline. My stewardesses are dressed up. Bones, but to be fair, Bones only does that so that he can smoke on the plane. Still, (laughs) better believe it. You can't smoke in here. Better believe it. (sighs) I shoot that fucking. Icon out. I don't have one in front of mine. And I blow, you know what? I fucking, I blow air on the person next to me. I move that little fan. That'll teach them. Freeze their ass out. I'll teach you to sit next to me. I gotta That's sit why they next call to you, you Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I gotta sit next to you next year. And that's Good why luck. you'll call him Mr. Good Freeze. Luck. Bring a hoodie, motherfucker. 
Someone's going to put that fan on you and then light up a cigarette. Mm-hmm. I don't want my smoke <laughs> blowing over in his face. I paid good money for this shit. Cool. <laughs> All right. Like anybody got any crack? So close. Al's about to smash Win with his fucking cool blade fists when Win's like, hey, you kill me, you kill her. And he points at Cyan. And then uh, this power that they obviously showed us earlier in the movie, Spawn is able to use his green eye rays to just pull the pacemaker out of Wind's chest and then destroy it, which you would think would still activate the failsafe, but... Mm-hmm. It sounds like you don't know anything about pacemaker bombs. You sound like a fucking idiot I don't right know. Now, I, don't, I don't know anything about flight attendants. I don't know anything about Hell's Energy. Um, Did you remember the part from that interview where uh, Jai White is like, he, he just added that in. The director was just like, oh, I had this other shot that we used mm-hmm. to just make up this pacemaker thing. Like, no one knew he was going to do that. It's just something the director was like, well, I don't know. I like it, there man. You go. The movie operates like fucking free jazz and shit. Like, you never know. <laughs> I mean, it's about it could the go VFX anywhere. shots they don't put in. Yeah. Can that please be your letterbox review? <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. Um, here's what I think. Win... More like lose, on account of he loses. This is true. It's wise. Much mm-hmm. to consider. <laughs> wise beyond your ears. <laughs> <laughs> this guy hasn't had anything released theatrically since this movie. It's Michael all into Sheen? TV. Uh, Mark A Z Dippy. <laughs> Mark A Z Dippy. Well, White even. Excuse me if it's Jay White. Michael J. White. He's Jai White. Jai White, sorry. I'm fucking, I'm off. I'm sorry, everybody. I need to learn to respect myself before the listener. I apologize. <laughs> um, I think we hit all the notes of that. I don't, by the way. We, we did don't it. bow to fucking anybody. All right. Uh, um, we are gods. Um, um, we are gods. Um, I'm a... In that interview... I do think. Oh my God! I didn't like oh, that one. Oh, oh. Malbosia, Malbosia, indeed. That was Your a five-star burp right there. Audio track's gonna be fucked Rated. up. <laughs> yeah, this isn't coming out. Clown appears to have been in the form of Wanda the entire fucking time, and he attacks Spawn. He puts the knife halfway through his neck, and he reveals the true plan, and then. Licks Wanda. It's pretty hot. Do you think he was foreshadowing when he said no duh? He was like, and that's and that that's when I got the idea for Wanda. Mm-hmm. He said that to the kid. Yeah, everyone's nodding. Everyone's nodding for the audience. Well, you're br- you're several just, steps ahead of us. Dropping all these thought bombs at the end like, of the episode, man. That tongue. I mean, shit. <laughs> what that tongue do? He he offers it later. He licks himself up, even. Not to get too ahead. Caglioso <laughs> appears, and he just ever so slightly cuts into Clown with his knife. It's uh, They, they could have sped that up a little bit more. Kind of just tags him. Clown I runs away. It, I thought it was one of those videos, like, is it real or is it cake? <laughs> <laughs> Clown dives into the fireplace, takes a portal back to hell. Cagliostro pulls the knife out of Al's neck, yells at him, use your training. Dude, fucking heal yourself. 
your training that five minutes we spent on a roof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you notice the lady in the red dress? <laughs> Nobody makes it on their first jump. <laughs> Why is all training like on a fucking roof? Because uh, it's fucking cool. You it think is. that's air you're breathing? And then that what stinks. if you fall? And and then how is it going to be threatening if there's not on a roof? I wonder Dan, if the tax cuts better if you film on a roof. Dan, I'm on the ground 24-7. Let me live a little when I watch a movie, <laughs> man. I like this. Dude's trying to take the fantasy out of a fantasy movie. Yeah, dude. It's a fucking movies, dude. Shut yeah. the fuck up. It should have happened in a boardroom. <laughs> Cagliostro and Spawn, they jump into the fireplace and down to hell. Cagliostro's like, I don't think I can fight him by myself, but let's go. We get a CG violator and Cagliostro fight upon some floating lava rock through the infinite hell. It's so bad. It looks like a Sonic the Hedgehog zone. It's terrible. Uh, Spawn comes flying in. He grabs onto Violator and his chains pull him in. It all looks great. Eventually, Al gets a knife punch into Violator's throat. I think throat. made that up, too. <laughs> Violator <laughs> runs away. The hordes of hell appear, and uh, Ma- uh, Malboja appears as well, and he says, if you won't lead my army, then you must die. Malboja orders the army to bring Spawn's head but uh, Spawn just starts shooting green energy out into the crowd. He should use that ability more. It's very helpful every time. The yep. other guys should try it. Why don't any of them try it? Yeah, they got the same suit. Yeah, yeah, aren't, isn't he using their hell powers? They didn't do five minutes of roof training. Yep. That's not. what it is. They, they didn't, didn't watch the fucking Morpheus, video. Yeah. <sighs> There's no roofs in hell. Mm, it's just That's lava platforms. He grabs the old man and they teleport back. Conveniently, right back into Wanda's living room. Well, if you can teleport, you can obviously pick where you're going to teleport to, Bones. It's a heliport. And also, it's a heliport. From hell. Hell. Nobody thinks. And also, the fireplace is the exit. It's like the the exit ramp. To hell. From to and from hell. Mm -hmm. There should be a sign. Wanda needs a move. And, and she sold her house to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> oh, it's a hell mouth! <laughs> you guys, Wanda's robe at the end is Supreme Leader Snoke's robe from the Star Wars films. The best Star Wars movie, the, the Last Jedi? The Last Jedi. I believe you. Someone hearing no, this Dan will know and go, huh. <laughs> That'll be it. It'll be you listening back. Even a Star Wars <laughs> fan will go, who gives a shit? That'd be the one little thing that I say that will blow up the Discord to like 400 fucking comments. That's that, right. you, <laughs> that you love The Last Jedi? Yeah. To yeah. Right. This is a first time for everything. We've got to get 400 comments at some point. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. They think all is well and good, but... Violator shows back up one last fight. He kind of morphs in through the wall. Doesn't look that bad. He grabs Spawn. They start hustling or wrestling around. And then, as we know, you officially die if they cut off your head. Spawn uses his chains. It wraps around the Violator's neck. Cool little spin. Slices off Violator's head. It morphs back into Clown's head. He's using his tongue to kind of push himself upright. 
one last little riff section or session from uh, Johnny Legs here. It's a little little dirty for PG thirteen. I feel like what they're yeah, doing here. He also you know? doesn't just push himself up. He like is licking up his blood, his goo. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you gotta like his slime. It's infinite, you know. You gotta like the longer you suck it back up and it bleeds back out, you can mm-hmm. last longer. They should yeah. have a severed head fight between uh, Ash from Alien yeah. and Clown from Smut. You ever cut your finger and like immediately pop it in your mouth? It's the same thing. No. I want to save this blood. I only do it because I love the taste of blood. (laughs) I'm actually not a vampire. (laughs) So I put a Band-Aid on it. Spawn, Cagliostro, they fuck off. Terry gives Mm. a statement to the press. No response to the accusation of vampirism. Interesting. Confirmation. I'm I'm a werewolf. (laughs) I'm not allowed to deny it. Heat if you ask, system. If you ask a vampire if they're a vampire, they have to tell they you. Have to tell you yeah. They have to tell you. I'm not inviting you in on this question. <laughs> DK, if you please, number four. Oh, shit. I forgot about number four. Oh, my God. This guy forgot about number four. I'm so we are sorry. a professional podcast. This, please. We have please. to start so over. Sorry. We have please, to start over. Please don't say, um, we'll get fucking fire roasted. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Spawn has stopped Malvogia's plans to destroy the Earth. The choice has been made. For now. Finally, another comic shot. That famous one of Spawn atop the church as the shroud flows around him. The end. Spawn, 1997. We did it. We did it. That was fucking entertainment, people. That's how you do it. That's why you call in the big guns. Is that how you do it? You did it. I've been doing it wrong all along. It was only you two that could do it. If this we was a that. best little horror house, this would have been a 30 minute episode, right? <laughs> like that again, you, is you would very have talked, generous. You would have talked more about the guest history of horror than <laughs> I think if this was best little horror house, George would have said, really that movie. <laughs> Well, the problem is I hadn't seen it, so I would have been like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. I mean, really, you did pick... I feel like you picked it. Mm, I feel like we're watching this on your uh, recommendation. Well, it was... your fault. Yeah, they were both like, oh, we both love Spawn, and it's our favorite movie. And I said, well, I've never seen it. And they said, dude, it's our favorite movie. And I said, I guess I gotta watch Bones and Dustin's favorite movie combined. Thank you for telling the truth. You're not allowed to lie on the internet. Are you a no. vampire? So you got pressured. Did you get paid for this, George? I mean, yeah. We don't we all? Oh, okay. I'm just wondering. He he got a package this week. <laughs> That's right. I got paid in Kurt Vonnegut short stories. You gotta did take you care of, you gotta take care of your friends. I did. I sent him a Kurt Vonnegut book. Yeah, I'm very excited to get into it. Did you get slapstick? No, I do have that one though. No, it was a uh, look at the birdie, right? Is the name of that one? Yeah, it's a yeah a collection of short stories. Um, turns out that Kurvanaga guy, he's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Speaking of reading, Dan, what? anything left of your uh, upon further research? Uh, gentlemen, upon further research, uh, 
the letterboxed user rating for Spawn is sitting at a 2.2. Um, Generous. <laughs> released August 1st of 1997. That week at the movies, you could have also watched Air Bud. Whoa! Best movie, dog! I don't know. That's been adjudicated. That's, <laughs> he came out the loser in that one. Not in my heart. I seen that and I smiled. Uh, also, Pitch Perfect with uh, 5DR's Jennifer Aniston as well. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't know that there was another movie oh. called Pitch Perfect besides the acapella one. one Picture only. Perfect. One uh, only. That's probably oh. why. Oh, you thought I, thought I was gone? Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, I told you not to interrupt me during the podcast. I don't need any lotion. I didn't know you guys were friends. (laughs) Could I get a glass of water after eight? Friends, lovers, or nothing. I threw up in the the hallway on the way in here. It's real bad. (laughs) Go take a shower. I threw up all over the hallway again. Please, Dad, I throwed up. How are you like eight? <laughs> Budget of $40 million. It's ranked all there in, on the you screen. see it. You see Rank, it. Ranked in over $87 million. It was a banger. Wow. Funded Blade. Anybody want to guess the body count? Uh, mine. <laughs> well, eight thousand is the starting point. <laughs> it's way above that. It says six, but I'm like, what? that's doesn't not all correct. Those, <laughs> doesn't all those dudes in hell count too? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's at least the first thing I thought of. He didn't cut their heads off. They don't count. Okay, but what? Okay, eight thousand though. Mr. John Licazano compared this to uh, wearing a condom. It took him two hour, two and a half hours every day to get into his makeup. He did soil himself at one point for his performance because he didn't want to get out of the makeup and sit through it again. Just two like and DK. A half hours. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt that. Yeah. <laughs> two and a half hours seems like short for yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. Or just the face. Uh, Ninety-seven. He, he walked in on his knees, DK. He yeah. was already. <laughs> Oh, I think that it's probably I just don't get this knee thing because it's a big suit. I feel like it's probably easier to just get like sealed inside that giant mass than it is to like try and use the appliances on like a regular human body is my guess. There ain't nothing irregular about Johnny's body, dude. <laughs> Have a little respect, Bones. No, I'm, I'm I was being positive. That's Luigi. You're talking. Have about. a little respect. Johnny keeps it tight. That's my friend John Leguizamo you're talking about. Have a little respect. We might see him later down the line. Again, after Super Mario Brothers from Crown. Um, In heaven, where we'll damn. all be reunited. Damn. He was on his knees and he did crouch because uh, technically Violator is only like 4.1 inches or some shit. I can't remember. 4.1 inches. 4.1 inches. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Four foot one. Jesus Christ. 
I only had three beers, I swear. Pick, pick them up, put them in your pocket. I mean, he's <laughs> a cute little guy. He's your fucking conscience. My He's little violator, my little <laughs> violator. Guys, who wants to play some Rate My Letterboxed? Me, I want to play. All right. Let's do it. Rate My Box. You guys already locked me in. Just to recap, Dan, you put me at a 3.5. Kron, a 2.5. DK, 2.0. George, 3.0. George. That's the rec- full gamut. By the way, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's all quite over the, the spread. Quite the spread. George, would you like to go first for funsies for everybody else's rate my letterbox? Sure. Uh, so I'm I'm guessing everyone else's answers right now, right? And then and then yep. do I say mine as well, or no? I let no, everyone we'll, guess, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, we'll we'll say all of ours in okay. a minute. I I knew that, and I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say DK. Three. You're, I think you and Bones are locked in at a three. Um, Kron, I'm going to say one and a half. Dan, I'm going to say a one. DK? All right. George, I'm going to give you... Boy, I'm going to give you a two. Kron, I'm going to give you... A two? No, I'm gonna give you a one and a half. Is that low? I'm gonna give you a one and a half. Dan, uh, three. Cron. Dan, one point oh. <laughs> George, um, I'm gonna go two point oh. DK, two point five. George is a two point oh. DK. Is a 3.0. Kron is a 2.0. George, expose yourself. Oh, no, I want to play. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, Sorry, I want to play. It's just for funsies. So put the old tackle box back away. <laughs> Dan, I'm going to give you a 1.5. Kron, 1.5. DK, 2.5. And George, 2.5. George, now please. I reveal myself. Yes, please. Uh, I thought this movie was very bad, <laughs> and I—it's uh, funny because I watched it the first time, and I was like, "That was pretty fun." And then I watched it again the second time. I was like, "I should not have watched this the second time because I thought it was way worse on the second watch." <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I already already very rudely called a lot of these actors a black hole of charisma and maybe that's that is rude but it is my truth i think that they are just doing a lot of bad acting in this movie and i understand why everyone thought that i might go up to a two because my reputation for loving trash does precede me but i feel like a lot of the issues with this movie are mostly nonsensical plot which is tolerable in certain amounts but then also just like visual stuff and i needed more from the acting in either direction i feel like i needed them to either be like way overacting terribly or acting good (laughs) and instead we just got them kind of hanging around waiting for john leguizamo to do something crazy uh so i'm i'm gonna say a one and a half i think uh not really into this one. Better than Judge Dredd, way worse than The Crow. 
DK. Better than Judge Dredd, worse than The Crow is a good way to put it. I would agree with that. Uh, I would put this at a 2.5 for me. It gets some points for nostalgia. That is a big part of it. Um, I did love Spawn. It's just one of those things. I always like seeing him doing a Spawn thing. The cape scene gets some points. Uh, I I think there's a world where I could maybe score it lower. Like just objectively, it probably is like a one or a one and a half. But no, I got to give it the love that I've always had, and it is uh, it's a two point five for me. It's just one of those things, guys. I just think it's really funny that you're like, I gotta show this the love. I gotta Two show it the love. <laughs> Two and a half. Correct. Cron. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I feel like two and a half is extremely generous for this movie. That is showing it some love. Uh, <laughs> listen, I mean, acting, terrible. Uh, CGI, terrible. A few practical effects, seem a lot better compared to the movie that they are surrounded by. Um, I don't know, man. New Line put this thing out. Their, their complete audacity in releasing this, they either must have been fully confident or uh, criminally negligent to release this <laughs> to the public. Um, it is a bad, bad movie. I don't know. 1.5. The 0.5 is for some decent practical work that you really got to look for. This is the dark timeline of Job's virtual world. <laughs> LD. I think, I think they passed through it at one point in one more man. Um, Todd McFarlane got... I believe he got multiple offers and didn't rejected a lot of them because he didn't like what he saw until he sold the rights, I think for $1 to new line so they can do it. And this is what it turned into. So I'm not sure how he didn't have a creative input on this movie, but this is a comic book movie and you can sit down and you physically have a comic book in front of you. Um, and it's all there. It's right there. That's all you have to do. You have to put that on. To, look at Sin City. I mean. I'd love to. Boom, boom. Like, I'm going to take this and I'm going to put it there. That's all you had to do. And they just completely fucked it up, I guess. I don't know. Bad on all ends. John Lacazano's a decent performance. Martin Sheen is a comic performance that he wanted to do, which is good as well. And I think that's the only good in this movie. I am a a 1.5. I even went back to the soundtrack and I was like, I kind of remember that being kind of cool. And then I was like, yeah, this is not good at all. What's on there? I remember there being a corn song that like we wasn't very good. You got corn. You got the prodigy, but it's all mixed kind of like with techno uh, artist as well as collabs. Yeah. So long, hard road out of hell is really like is a collaboration, but it's still a Manson song. So 
And that's really the only one. Everything else is, yeah, I think Slayer is also involved. Kirk Hammett and James Hetfield are involved in one song as well from Metallica. Do we hear any of that in the movie? Mm, Uh, That one might be the Orbital song, and I think Mm. it's that one or another one that is in either the intro or the outro. The intro was also used in the Matrix trailer, I think, when the Matrix first uh, came out. I can't remember who that was, though. And they're on the same level. Spawned it first, guys. <laughs> All right, guys, the one that matters. Um, Like DK, I had some nostalgia for this going in, but I still recognize that it was perfect 5DR uh, material and fodder for the show. So with that said... DK, George, thanks for putting in this marathon record. George, sorry you had to watch it twice. DK, I, I, you. I, hope, you I hope that I didn't ruin any facade that you had, you know, any memory of the movie by having to revisit it, you know. Um, it's perfect. I, Don't worry. Yeah, I, I really got to come down on the director of this thing, and especially after watching that interview that DK shared today and Michael J. White's Jai White's comments about what the director did mid-production basically missing the entire point of what he had already produced and going through and ruining that so with that said it's really tough because I do think a lot of the acting is terrible a lot of the writing is awful but is that exasperated by bad direction and, and terrible editing uh John Leguizamo is ultimately carrying this movie. So he is actually bringing this up a 0.5 for me, but I come down at a 2.0 on Spawn. Which means the DK, you got yourself a full-fledged point, buddy. And Kron, you got a 0.5 in our Rate My Letterboxd. I did not. I ain't get shit. <laughs> I ain't get shit either. I'm, ca- I'm calculating the four fun scores right now so we can get some, some bragging rights. All right, guys. Uh, Spawn would end up with an average rating from the five of us of a 1.80. This thing would come in at number... 105 on the big list. This would currently be right below No Holds Barred and right above Army of the Dead. That feels right. That's crazy to me. That feels right. <laughs> Army of the Dead is so much better than this movie is. <sighs> God. Uh, number 105 out of a total of 113 films that we've covered <laughs> on this podcast. When when you said that it has a 1.8 and I thought to myself, that rounds up to a 2, I was like, I cannot believe that this movie is a 2. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, Letterboxd user rating is sitting at a 2.2. There are just... here. Here's my real issue, okay? Get out your dictionary, kids. Because if you look up a movie, or if you look up the definition of the word perfunctory... Thank God you added You're that scenario at the end of that picture of this movie. It's just so 
like everything is so basic about it. And I understand that it is early in comic book movies. I get that. You know, I understand that they're trying to figure out the formula. What do you put on screen in order to make it happen? But you, when you're like, the crow happened already. <laughs> the matrix is around the corner. Like they're just, it just really makes this look so much worse when you look at it in the context of what cinema looked like at this moment. I think particularly the performances, it's like they think comic book means no one can act like a real human. Mm -hmm. It's the performances are wild. Dreadful. (laughs) Yeah. Even, I mean, you know, we said that Sheen is, is good. I think that he is still only like, glimpses of being good there are plenty of bad in this to be honest with you plenty of moments where you're like this is this does not seem like a passion project yes my evil plan is working like he's just he's not good even if that's what you're going for even if you're like oh i am interested in seeing a bombastic over the top villain like that he doesn't get that either like he has like the cigars that's it like the clothes (laughs) that's it that that's I don't know. He's just really, he's fine in moments. Like that's the nicest thing I can say about his performance. And yeah, Leguizamo, you know, God bless him. It's clear that he was riffing and it's clear that they were like, we need every scrap of this because Mm. a lot of them are not good. And I liked, I agree. Leguizamo definitely carries this movie for me. And even that, I'm like, wow, not a good showing by Johnny Legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just a, a powerful movie to, to garner <laughs> such a reaction. Well, I, to that point, I think a big part of it is balance. Sheen coming in playing like he's doing, I think, is okay for this movie. So is Clown's performance. But if everybody else is just fucking bland, those stand out in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And what we really didn't talk about was how underserved Michael J. White was. Like, the guy is an actual true martial artist, and we barely see any of that. Yeah. yeah. He gets zero emotional connection to Guns. Wanda. It's all... it It's happenstance and montage. It's flashback to his connections. So... Uh, I agree with everything that you said, man. It's, uh, I'm, what I'm glad is that you get to come on five DR and you get to talk about the worst comic (laughs) book movie ever made, but where could people find you to talk about the best things ever made? Wow. What a segue. Uh, you can find me. Uh, hosting the best little horror house in Philly. It's the show where we talk about the best horror movie ever made. According to our guest, at least, uh, this is October, and wouldn't you know it, we accidentally did the least October movies possible. Uh, Michael Clayton and Midsommar are our October films. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, check that out. We did just also do a really fun episode with um, with The Drop King, Robert Persinger, about American Werewolf in London which is a very October-y movie. So you can go ahead and check out that episode. Uh, we also had Hayes Davenport on this show recently from Hollywood Handbook to talk about Under the Silver Lake, where he is, in fact, a resident of 
that was a really fun episode. So all kinds of good stuff like that. Uh, we're trying to push for 100K listeners by the end of the year. So if the show sounds show challenge even mildly interesting to you, uh, please check it out. I beg you, please. I'm on my hands and knees, just like John Leguizamo. <laughs> they gotta. They gotta. DK, nerds, geeks in the kitchen sink. But also, there's another thing I can hear from you. What What is that? Um. Well, nerds, geeks in the kitchen sink for sure. That's that's out there. There's the music thing. Um, I'm doing all kinds of shit. I don't know. Are you referencing something else? I'm forgetting. No, I was, uh, you've you've got some particular music stuff that's that's coming out. That's what I wanted to sort of highlight. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, home is midnight. You got home yes. is midnight. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Um, home is midnight. Uh, dot bandcamp dot com. We have um. A couple of tracks up there now. We're working on something a little bit more substantial. It might be a while before new stuff is up there, but please check that out. It's like uh, electronic synthy stuff with female vocals. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, if you want more podcasting, it's Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. And I also have a band camp. You can check that out if you want to hear like shitty video game sounding music. Like what if John Carpenter sucked and was on like Super Nintendo? Um, that's dcraft.bandcamp.com, and that's my plugs. I'm pretty sure that that's John Carpenter's dream. Uh oh, <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, every, I mean, if you're listening to the show, you've already heard the genius that is DK's tunes. Uh, I love our theme. I love what you've done for us, and you're yeah. always open to hey, I shoot you a thing. Hey, we're doing Phantasm, and I think within 20 minutes you sent me a Phantasm take that I'm excited for people to hear. Our it, Thunder and Paradise theme was incredible. So thank you so much, dude. And it was oh, phantasmic. I hope so. I hope I, I hope people appreciate it. It's funny how well the theme we already had fit into Phantasm. Like it was so easy to just tweak it a little. And then, oh, it's, hey, it's Phantasm now. Love that. Thanks oh, for letting me do it. And guys, just to be fair, I, okay. I, I did hear that John Carpenter now is just sitting on his couch and he uses a long broom handle to hit a synthesizer keyboard and that's how he's playing music now. So That's right. And he's in the Homer moo-moo and everything. Mm-hmm. He better be. He deserves it. He Working does hard. deserve he's it. He's earned it. Working hard. Dan, we got to get out of here. We got to let these guys go. We will play Fuck, Mary Kill in the after showers where I will be revealing our next category. But, uh, Dan, do your thing. As always, folks, if you're on Spotify or Apple, please follow. Give us a rating. It helps us bring the show to more people. And that's what we need, world domination. Uh, you can follow us on Letterboxd. You can find all our lists there. You can find all the movies covered for five-day rentals. Please follow George and DK as well. Their shows are wonderful, and we love the shit that they do. It's way more entertaining than the shit that we do. Um, there is a discord link on every episode that's dropped for five day rentals on Wednesdays. Please join that. If you really want to fuck with us, George and DK are there. They will fuck with you as well. Big time. But other than that, there's only one other thing to say, gentlemen, crash and burn, crash and burn, crash and burn, crash and burn. You got it. Crash and burn, buddy.
welcome back. And you're thinking, we just fucking suffered through three and a half hours of Bones' voice. Why is he talking again? Well, that's because that's the way the fucking cycle runs, dude. And I'm up next. Okay? Now you're thinking, uh, how can I be up next? Because next week is Phantasm. That's right. We start the new box set. Phantasm, that's what you'll get next week. But the week after that, we're going to get something brand new. But before I reveal said thing, George, as you know, Every category requires a fuck, Mary kill. Now, you're at a disadvantage, because I don't know if you've seen Near Dark and Resurrection. I have seen Near Dark. Okay. But, Dan... Well, you know Resurrection, the movie you haven't seen, is better than Spawn, so... (laughs) We're working from a pretty good idea here. Yeah. So, Dan, this was your category. Would you like to start? I am going to marry near dark because I would live a lifetime with that. I'm killing Spawn and I think I'm fucking Resurrection. Cron? Yeah, that's how it's going. Uh, Yeah, definitely Spawn is the clear kill in this category. Uh, I would marry Resurrection... And fuck near dark, uh, because it's eating a ice cream cone outside of the five and dime. <laughs> Get me all worked up. Yeah. Oh, I gotta watch this movie. <laughs> That's near dark. Oh, yeah. But Resurrection has a basically like the it's a killer that is trying to reform the body of Christ. It's a real seven ripoff. It's Ooh, that sounds fun though. It's it's good. It's worth fun. worth watch. It's fun. Well, I'll jump in then and say that definitely leads me to, uh, I'll always fuck with a new watch, a little first time watch. So I'm going to fuck Resurrection. I like Near Dark. I'll marry that. And I'm going to kill Spawn. (laughs) Back to hell with you. Back to hell. I think I'm with Kron. I think for sure, Spawn, you're dead. That's a bummer. But I'm going to marry Resurrection, man. That was the, that was the standout of the. The category for sure. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. You guys ready for what's coming? We signed best, up. Best I, part of the show. We gotta make up for some of my lowbrow picks. I understand that I'm an idiot and I bring dumb stuff. MXP. I admit it, but it's fun. So what I want to try to do. Can we get some juice out of? some acclaimed material. Now, I don't know about you guys, but a day I always looked forward to in English class was when somebody would push in that TV cart. The name of this category is the English Room TV Cart. We're watching stuff based on books, all right? And if you can find something that you watched in your English class, be it middle school, high school, college, bonus points. And to set the tone, we're going to be watching The Outsiders, Francis Ford Coppola's. As of this record, this bad boy is available on Max. I'm pretty sure it's only like 94 minutes. You get Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, Ralph Macchio, Tom Cruise. Beefy text here. 
Do you guys remember the outsiders from school? Yes. Only in like a haze. Sound you did excited. not watch the outsiders in my school. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy watching Rocky up there in Philly. <laughs> Uh, no, we watched, uh, Franco Zeffirelli's Romeo and Juliet was the first thing that sprang to mind for me. Did your teacher have the piece of cardboard to put in front of the TV? No, they just glared at us and dared us to fucking crack wise. <laughs> okay. Say um, Wuthering Heights, I think. I, frankly, this is a, this is a category after my own heart because... Uh, as much as I have sort of carved out a niche as a horror guy, there's nothing your boy loves more than a damn costume drama. I am all about this fucking comedy of manners, boy. Um, I love like all the like Jane Austen shit. Emma came out a couple years ago. That was what my favorite movie of the year. Romeo and Juliet. Fucking every version of it is great. Turns out this Shakespeare guy, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Poe, you got so much good shit. There, there's a bunch of good Cyrano stuff. You got so many good options, and that's just the real choices. The, this is the non out of the box choices. This is a good category. Yeah, that, well, that's a good point, Bones. I can pick anything that is based on a book because there's some real garbage movies out there that have been based on books. Yeah, that's all it is. Just has to be based on a book. I try at first. I contemplated limiting it to things that would be in a uh, school reading curriculum but they're all, they're all like, banned now <laughs> you, you, that's you make why a good, that was you make a good point him. but i like you said there's just it's a wide open thing and i wanted to give you something wide open so Based trying to book huh compensate for my you know bond actor categories you can't it's five star banger quit pointing sure. at zodiac Fuck. Damn it! But but I like the idea because it, it ranges from shit like to kill a mockingbird to YA to the lawnmower man. to the lawnmower man. <laughs> exactly. You could even, I mean, this would be kind of stretching the definition a little bit, but uh, a fun idea would be doing um, in the mouth of madness because that's an adaptation of the book in the movie. That's true. Technically. <laughs> Based on a book. It's not a real book, though. Uh, according to Funny Games, what fiction is reality, bro? <laughs> How many times do you quote Funny Games? I, and you hate it. I hate that movie. <laughs> I hate it. Um, I think it has really stuck with me because I hate it, and so it is... I'm just, it's, I just simmer with seething rage about it at all times. It's like right under the surface. Um, so I have references to it available pretty frequently. Have you seen both versions? I watched like most of the German one and I was like, I get it. I don't need to see this twice. I don't fucking like this movie. <laughs> well, isn't it like, it's a shot by shot remake, right? By yeah. the same director. I watched the German like, one, I think. It is. I think that there is something different in the performances a little bit, even though it is the same movie. Just 
But also, uh, as we talked about in the Best Little Horror House episode about funny games, uh, there is something to be said about watching the one that's intended for your audience, right? And so if he made a one that is in English for the American audiences, uh, that is the one that's most apt to communicate his message to us, right? And so you're going to get the most out of that version. And that is, in fact, the more pretentious one I found. (laughs) So uh, mission accomplished, Michael Haneke. You dick. <laughs> you made money twice. All right. Well, there you go. There's a new category. Horror, YA, vampire dramas. Fucking uh, softcore porn, Danielle Steeles. You could do Cirque du Freak with John C. Riley. <laughs> Wide open. It, any Stephen King on the table. On the table, mm-hmm. based on a book. Are and, there any like, if, like if it, story by Stephen King movies that are not based on a book, but where he just like sort of sketched out the idea of it? Does such that a thing every exist? book that he does? Well, it's a great point. <laughs> great point, Dan. And okay, good. That reminds me to get ahead of it. It could be a short story. Okay, because a lot of King stuff is adapted from short stories. So you should. I'll accept you it. Could do the. Buried Bruce Willis Breakfast of Champions. Speaking of Vonnegut, I have been unable to find that movie actually, and Same. I would like to see it. So, if Same. anyone who's made it to this three and three hours and forty-five minute recording now, um, <laughs> if you know how to get a hold of the Breakfast of Champions version with Bruce Willis, uh, let me know. I'm not really on that many social medias anymore, so either join their Discord or text me. I guess. You gonna give out your number here? Yeah. <laughs> and it's only for this. You have to join the Discord for that. That's a perk. <laughs> okay. Maybe they could drop you a piece of mail. You could read your address out. <laughs> yeah, it's at the top of the Rocky Steps. Oh, <laughs> I'll shit. meet you there. I'll meet Dude, you there. Primo <laughs> property. <laughs> Just put it on the statue. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for. To uh, DK, who had to bounce, George, thanks for hanging out. The After Showers for Laundry Dan, for Cron Howard. Come back next week for Phantasm. And as we always say, crash and burn. Crash and burn. Crash and burn. Crash and burn.